Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shtick Talk. It's been a minute. So today we're with the hosts, me, Yair, and Matan, and a special guest, Bradley. Uh, three of us, we went on a trip together. I would say probably one of the best trips of my life. Um, it was December 2020 to, I guess we ended January uh, January 6th or 7th of uh, 2021. Yeah, I gotta say it was one of the best trips of my life, and today we're basically gonna be talking about it. Gonna be talking about why we went there. We'll talk about the things that we did there, and uh, yeah, I I hope you guys enjoy. So, I guess guys, um, do you want me to to go over? I guess why why we went there in the first place, or do you want to talk about maybe uh, the other places that we we were looking into besides Puerto Rico? where to go well the the first idea of travel kind of came from you and a friend inviting you like out to puerto rico so i guess like that kind of started the the idea of you know getting out here and going to travel somewhere in the middle of like a crazy lockdown yeah exactly there was like there was this crazy lockdown going on it was december 2020 and legit no one was doing international travel at that time like no one and i think, I think you you went to like new york and florida before then right exactly you were like the one person i knew who like went traveling because you had family out there and i was like whoa like he's traveling like he's crazy (laughs) but then like in hindsight i'm like good for you like i would have loved these trips too (laughs) exactly no one was like crossing international borders like if if you were like you had to keep it low-key and stuff and even this trip we had to like keep it low-key we weren't like posting anything like after we did post a little bit but uh yeah we were keep like off the grid kind of yeah, it was like super controversial to just post anything. Like, I guess we'll talk about it later, but remember the entire trip, like I didn't post or even tell really tell anyone besides like my really like you guys in the inner circle that I was traveling, like everything was kept a secret until, you know, like a few months after we got back. Yeah, it was like it was a time where people would uh would almost shame you for for leaving the country. But you're leaving the house, you're killing grandma. <laughs> yeah, but either way, I stay guess stay inside, stay inside. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess I want to talk a little bit more about uh why we went uh specifically to Puerto Rico. So basically, we were looking for we were looking at our options, seeing where to go maybe for uh for like Christmas break or whatever, uh winter break and you know, during the time that we had off from school, from university, and we were looking at, I think, Mexico, maybe Costa Rica, Colombia, different places that were open. And we we had a friend, we have a friend that, you know, he was, you know, he he's a dual citizen, American citizen and Canadian citizen. And because of his work, he said that he couldn't go anywhere that was like, outside of the US basically. He said that he would probably get in trouble with work. So we had to figure something out. And you know, we were thinking about our options and we're like we wanted something exotic, but it had to be the US. So we're like where do we go? Of course we we were looking and we chose Puerto Rico. You know, it seemed exotic enough for us and uh an adventure, something that it's an island that I guess none of us had any knowledge about, right? I've been there before for like just a day on a cruise ship, but didn't really go into the island. Like, you know, for cruise ships, you just stop there for the day. You don't really get to see like too much. You just like when I went there, we just went to the beach for the day. Didn't even see like, you know, the old town that everyone goes there to see. So, you know, obviously like you can't like you can't really go on a cruise. It's a bit of a wrap. You can't really go on a cruise and say that you've seen a place for like a one day stop. But, you know, like to me, it was two different trips. Like 
when I went stop there for a day on a cruise versus when we went for two weeks. Like completely different uh, trips, in my opinion. I just knew Jennifer Lopez was Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> right, exactly. We know that that New York uh, has a big Puerto Rican community, but other than that, like we didn't know if it was like a very developed place. We didn't know how safe it was. We really we didn't know what it looked like. Really, like Brad had his impression from San Juan, but. Other than that, like really not much. Yeah, we can't forget about Takashi Six Nine. No, Takashi is uh, Mexican. is Mexican, but <laughs> yeah. But either way, <laughs> it was like we were looking at. Um, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at at flights and stuff to Puerto Rico, right? And and they were so expensive. I remember. Uh, so we were like kind of nervous and stuff, but but then we decided to do separate flights, right? From Montreal to Florida round trips and then round trips from uh, from Florida to Puerto Rico um, and with Spirit Airlines. That was our first time, I think, for any of us using a budget airline. And um, yeah, so that was our first time using budget airline. It was a fun experience. Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I go back to yeah, like um, before we left for the trip? I think it was like literally a month. And then like you, you told me about it a few days before and I'm like, ah, I don't know. And then like something clicked and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm coming to Puerto Rico. I don't give a shit. I need to get out of here. And uh, I remember at some point we were like debating on even going to Costa Rica. Like because because we went to like uh, like we spent a few nights in a, in a like a hotel in Aguadilla. And then after that, we're like, OK, we're going to spend a few nights at this beach place. We didn't know much about Puerto Rico. So we only thought it was like kind of like that. And I'm glad we didn't go to Costa Rica because Puerto Rico is a beautiful island. And Costa Rica, you know, these two places need like a lot of time for to, to kind of discover. And I'm, I'm glad we took our time there. But uh, yeah, we were looking at Costa Rica. We're looking at Mexico, looking at Colombia, like whatever, like didn't require a test to go to. Yeah. It was it was nice. Exactly. And remember, at this time, it was like getting a test was like nowadays you could get a test like so readily and and quickly but back in that time like people weren't getting tested they were like yeah it it was a hard thing to get but we did manage to get our our uh free tests and and we we were off yeah we basically had to like lie to get our test that was a thing too so back in the day (laughs) back in the day when COVID was first a thing you know when you want to travel i mean even now if you want to do a COVID test it costs like over 100 bucks so we want to do instead is you know like Got a budget travel. I'm not gonna spend like a hundred bucks on a COVID test. So you yeah, have to we, go to like the free clinics and you know say we basically uh, finesse the system yeah. and and we got our tests. H- had to lie like and say that we had a uh, feeling sick, yo, runny nose, uh, lightheaded. <laughs> that it is what it is, and you know that's that's life. You got to do what you got to do. Um, so yeah, I, I remember it was such a nice feeling to like be back in the airports, be back on planes, and like. Yeah, just that feeling of flying again. Like I flew like twice, I guess, and during the pandemic, I flew to like at that time, I flew to Florida, I flew to New York. Um, but yeah, it was nice to be, especially back with friends on a flight. It was like that was such a cool feeling. And um, yeah, so so I guess let's talk about like how how this journey started. We we get to the airport and in uh san juan you know we were expecting to yeah i think uh before we get to the airport in san juan yeah. we got to oh okay. we got yeah, to go uh for fort, La- fort lauderdale airport <laughs> we saw kodak black we saw all the crew on spirit Airlines. yeah <laughs> yeah we, we stopped in miami for the layover yeah i remember seeing uh this one guy like we're about to go into spirit airlines and you know we all know that spirit airlines is like the worst rated airline in the united states <laughs> but I'm, honestly i liked it i didn't find there's anything yeah, wrong I with it, it. Cool. 
and there's just that one guy like you can tell like the people going on the plane were like uh you know different like different than yeah. montreal let's say like one guy on his hand remember the the guy with the tattoo on his hand like the, the fire emblem on his hand like um i think so you remember that on the plane or yeah. on the no i don't remember i remember a different guy with a tattoo on his hand i don't remember the fire guy on his hand but i remember like the guy with his like his mask was basically down and like this is before like this is when yeah. you had to wear a mask on a plane yeah and like his pants were like below his ankles at that point like i remember these th- this crew like the only people on that flight were people going like home back to puerto rico <laughs> yeah like we were the only gringos on the flight i think exactly like that flight was full of characters i i don't think i've been on a flight like that where um you know, I think we got on the plane. There were like people behind us, like watching videos out loud, playing music and stuff. It was like a good. That was like a pre pre intro, I guess, to Puerto Rican, uh, you know, culture. Pre entry to Puerto Rico. Just want to point out, nothing wrong with anything. Just just saying that it was different. That's the only no, point we're we trying to it. make. We yeah, loved we it. loved it. It was it was a bit of a culture shock because we never like saw people like this. Yeah, it was really cool, and um, I gotta say too, like that flight also was one of the most beautiful like takeoffs and landings that I've ever experienced. I think we arrived in San Juan like during sunset mm-hmm. and we yeah, just leaving Miami too was was really uh was really beautiful. But yeah, I guess maybe we could start talking about uh when we arrived, when we arrived in San Juan. We were expecting to, you know, show our tests and stuff. I, I think we had to show the test. Well, we had to sign up for something. Oh, we had to we show did, like a health code, right? declaration form some something like that. Who knows? Like, uh, like this was this was like times where people really cared. I don't think like as many countries need tests now. Yeah. But like back then, it's like I felt like we we were like panicking. You feel like back yeah. then, it's like you were traveling. You were like a prisoner. You were like <laughs> you're a convict. Like you're you're like doing something illegal to travel. Yeah, I felt like again with him saying kind of illegal to be traveling at that time. Like yeah. also, I think maybe that was more me, but I found at least I stressed a bit about like the COVID test. Like, you know, yeah. we had to do the waiver to get into Puerto Rico. Like we had to fill that out on our phones beforehand. And, you know, it was definitely stressful because we're not U.S. citizens also. So like I felt like everyone going there was like a U.S. citizen because Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens too. Yeah. So it's definitely, uh, you know, a bit stressful, but maybe you'll tell us more about the, um, like the waiver we had to sign and what happened when we got there. Well, I don't, I don't really remember the waiver much, to be honest, but what I do remember is, like, we were getting these texts or something, like, every day or emails, and we were supposed to be, like, checking in if we had, like, symptoms and stuff, but I think we never, <laughs> we never yeah. responded to those texts. Or, like, when we, I remember we got to the airport, and there's two lines for people that actually, like, did the online waiver and, and yeah. just said that they're going to get the test. And then people that were just showing up didn't even know that you had to do this waiver. Yeah. And like everyone just went to the <laughs> line for people that didn't know about the waiver. <laughs> we're like the only three people that actually did like the required things to get yeah. into the country. And like yeah. no one cared. They're like, we didn't even show them proof of the test. We just, we kind of, the waiver was basically a, it was us saying that we're going to do the test and then actually show proof that we did it. So yeah. it was on the condition that we were going to do the test. So we didn't even do the test and they're still allowing us. Um, in the country right and the thing about those tests too is that especially back then um, getting tested and having that feeling that like everyone else on the plane was tested gives you like a sort of peace of mind but then once we arrived there we realized no one on the plane was tested yeah. besides us basically also it's like all these people like if you had to do the test there like this is back in the day when you had to fucking quarantine for yeah. for 14 days I think I think the reason why we also got the test before is because we didn't want to quarantine. Right. And I feel like all these people that like landed and had to quarantine didn't do the quarantine realistically. Like the locals, yeah. It was right. all locals on the flight, right? So like, I, I feel like these people didn't do the test, didn't quarantine. Like yeah. these people didn't care, but it's fine. Like you, I, you I leave the airport, it. you go on with your day and Yeah, nothing. Like they're not gonna check on you realistically. Right. It's like 
like I feel like a lot of them are going to go see family anyways and they're not just going to stay in their houses, you know, with their family. So even if they have to quarantine, it's like they're going they're going there for anyways to go and stay inside the house, you know, or like yeah. see the family. They're not going to be, you know, going out like right. we were doing and exploring the island. Right. And um yeah, I don't I don't remember if do you guys remember this? I think this is the only flight in my entire life that I didn't have to show my passport. Like they didn't ask for ID or anything. I've yeah, never been true. on a flight like that. I that's I guess that's just spirit, you know. <laughs> spirit Airlines. Yeah, we d- policy. I, I just showed my boarding pass. Yeah, I, I don't remember showing my, my first passport. Time, yeah. That was the first time in all my travels yeah. of not showing a, a passport or Be- ID before a flight. Because I've never flown domestically in Canada. Like I've had layovers through like Toronto and stuff, but like yeah. never domestic. Like I've never flown domestically to a different part of Canada. So right. it's it was really weird. I'm sure it's normal for like most Americans, yeah. most Europeans. Like you just show like. Even like an ID, not even a passport. It's it's right. a cool it's a cool thing. It was cool, yeah. Um, so so I guess now let's talk about us landing there. And uh, you know we landed there. Did we arrive at night or? It was like evening. It was like five evening. six p.m. And like yeah. I remember the sun setting when we like got out of the airport. Yeah, we'll talk more about this later. But you know we uh, when we were getting from the airport to uh, to our place, we we met our guy uh, Edgar. You know, our taxi our driver. Boy. Yeah, we'll we'll our, speak more about him soon. Our favorite tennis player. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, he was a really, really nice guy. He drove us um, to our Airbnb in, in Old San Juan. What were you guys' thoughts on uh, Old San Juan or, or our time in San Juan? Do you have anything to say about that? I really enjoyed, like, the colonial part of it. Like, it was, it was really well, like, taken care of really well. Um, it reminded me, I guess, like, parts of spain maybe because it's like the same architecture but it was it was fun to walk around somewhere where it was like hot like humid like like tropical and you see like like almost like european ish architecture it was cool and like i like the colors i liked how they incorporated like modern companies into like the the old towns like you got wendy's you got starbucks you got all that stuff and um it was really cool. It's good for like a day or two. Kind of reminds me like for fellow Ke- like people who live in Quebec or Canada. It's like Quebec City. It's novelty wears off after a day. Like it's nice to walk around. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you, you go there for a day or two and, and that's it. Like you've seen it basically. Yeah, it has a lot of charm. And I kind of saw I kind of saw Puerto Rico and especially old San Juan as like what other places in Latin America could be. That's like the, what you know, how well kept it is how how much money it's put into that neighborhood because it is a touristy area um so yeah i i just thought it was beautiful it's like this could be like um you know a neighborhood in havana could look like this if it were like well kept and and all that um yeah i i loved it like i just love uh the colors with it i I love like history so you walk around this place and you see how old it is i think it was like the one of the first places the 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 colonists want the colonists were like Christopher Columbus or I forget who um could be Christopher Columbus I think it was like the first or second place uh he came to so you could tell like in the Americas so you could tell like how uh old it is and I just love like anything that has some history you know his, I find history and culture kind of intertwine so I just love that place you know super colorful a lot of the cruise ships stopped there you know because obviously tourists want to go take pictures what I found interesting too is that we were like the only ones walking around there because again like it was COVID um i was gonna say something else but uh, i kind of forget but again it was just a super lovely place and probably like one of the highlights of my entire trip maybe you yeah. know it's a bit different for you two <laughs> but i just like love taking pictures and walking around there yeah it's like one of the most photogenic 
neighborhoods I've ever I've ever been in. And it's also like I remember also um, maybe you guys were asleep. I don't I don't remember, but I would take like some morning walks there. Also, it was so beautiful walk by the water. It's like I recommend anyone anyone to go to Puerto Rico. Like if you're from New York or something, you could fly there for like sixty bucks or something. Go have a nice weekend in San Juan. Like it's it's really fantastic place it was really colorful like i really i really liked it it's a great starting point to see like the rest of the island it's like even like a good base because the island isn't that big so if you stay in old san juan or san juan like it was it's a good place to start off your trip because that's where like it's the most touristy spot i guess it was really nice i really i really liked it like like it was fun to walk around, definitely. Yeah. And it was also cool because we were the only tour, like Bradley said, we were the only yeah. tourists tourists there. Maybe other like US tourists. I don't I don't remember seeing many like gringos. No. But it felt like it was a lot of a lot of locals, which was really, really cool. Yeah, I wanna say that was like one of the biggest uh pros of, of the trip in general, especially traveling during that time, was how you know, just how how what do you call it? You know, how it was just us, you know, it felt like yeah. it was just us. Um exploring the island it felt like we had the island to ourselves with a bunch of locals and uh i found that really nice and also just another thing i want to mention about san juan in general is that you know if you're uh if you're a tourist from from the u.s or from canada or from europe it's like you could have a really nice and comfortable trip there with all like your all the modern comforts whatever there's like nice hotels there's nice restaurants all that and it you don't really break the bank. Like it's not going to be the cheapest place in the world, but it's like, it's really, really enjoyable. It's, uh, it's like, cause you got that culture, but also you have that modern aspect and that safety aspect. And it's, uh, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Well, I think even like our Airbnb were staying at, cause again, cause it was COVID, there weren't that many tours. So we we're able to get like really good prices on the places we stayed at. And I think, our Airbnb there was in the, like right next to, or like across from, I think the oldest church, like one of the historical zones in Old San Juan, like perfect location. I think we got it for like maybe, it was definitely less than $30 per, like Canadian Mm. per person per night. It was definitely less than that. I forget the exact price. I could always check, but we know, knowing us, like we definitely did not pay like, you know, (laughs) a hundred bucks a person, but just that was amazing. And it was so central. So such a walkable area. Speaking about that Airbnb, I really, really liked that place, except like there was no hot water at some point. Mm. But I remember like at seven in the morning, I think it was the second night, the second morning that we were there, seven in the morning, like Puerto Ricans love blasting music. There was like outside the church, something, maybe a communion, I don't know what, but it was like, I just hear loud Spanish music. I'm like, what the fuck? I wake up. You know what? I liked it because it woke me up early. And like, yeah. I feel like this trip, we woke up early quite a bit because there was there was a like curfew, a curfew, yeah. a curfew at 9 p.m., 9.30. Yeah. But it was like, like it was a great like kind of welcome to Latin America. It's like loud mm. music, seven in the morning. I'm like, I can get used to that. Mm-hmm. Also, I found too about the Airbnb is this is more of a Latin American thing I've realized, but it's like you have a building, but part of it is outside. <laughs> And that's like this place too. Remember when you had to walk from the the bedroom for, like to the washroom, or I think it was like the mm. kitchen. Oh yeah, like yeah, one yeah. part was technically outside. Like that's a very like Latin American thing because over here, you yeah. know, because it's cold, like everything's inside. Right. But there you're like some parts of the house that are like outside, you know, which I found was like super cool. Yeah. I, have we seen that in Spain? Maybe yes. Maybe no. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like you see that in Morocco. I yeah, feel like yeah, there's like um in like not to sidetrack, but like in Morocco, like there's like the I think it's called the Medina or something, mm-hmm. and it's like um 
it's like you go into a building and then there's like no roof at some point and like there's sunlight and stuff it looks re- it was really uh, cool i feel like you they, can definitely find have, it in spain you, you see it in like those hotels and stuff where there's like little courtyards yeah exactly courtyard that's the word yeah. it, it was really cool i like that kind of stuff is yeah it's like like you said about puerto rico it's like it's different but it's it's not like it's comfortable i would yeah, say very it's not comfortable like, like I would say, like Mexico City would probably be a culture shock compared yeah. to Puerto Rico. Yeah, because you get like the the comforts of home, but also it's like a little exotic. Yeah, like honestly, you feel like you're in uh in Miami or or an American city at sometimes. Like in Amer- many American cities, you'll also have like people blasting Spanish music and stuff. So it's something that you could experience in the states. So you do feel like you're in you're in America. Uh, but yeah, like some extra spice, extra flair, and and we really extra loved spice. that. That was something that we loved too. We loved how vibrant uh, the place was, and um, some character. It felt to it. yeah, it felt very um, like un, not untouched, but like the fact that it was so local. It was like yeah, it was just like a very pure, authentic experience. I find yeah, especially because again, we we're like the only tourists walking around there. Like everyone else, I realized I was walking was like uh, you know. They're always speaking Spanish, which yeah. you know, like they were locals, which was yeah. just cool to experience that because I'm sure like when it wasn't COVID and cruise ships would stop there, it'd probably be like full of tourists, like mm-hmm. only like uh, like gringos there, you know, so the entire day. On the, I don't remember if it was the first time we were in San Juan or like towards the end of the trip where we went into the, it was like the, the barrio there. Yeah, La Perla. La Perla, yeah. Like I found that place really cool because it was, it was somewhat gentrified. Yeah. Like I think, I think the prices were still like low, but like the, the neighborhood got a lot safer. Yeah. Like I remember hearing like a long time ago, like San Juan was not a safe place. Right. But walking around felt fine. Maybe like I remember them telling us near the airport, like it was kind of sketchy because mm-hmm. we, when we, when we first landed, it was like 30 bucks to, to, to get to old san juan but yeah. then we were like is there a bus because but it's north of, it's like it's part of the states there ain't no buses like right right, right. <laughs> so it's like taxi was but it was fine and we split it three ways yeah anything any more comments on san juan i mean like it's a pretty big city so obviously you know when we got off the airport like that area it's it's not like old san juan it's probably more um like you know north american i mean north american i mean like more u.s looking but obviously old san juan it's like it's like going to the old town in any big city it's obviously going to be it's not representative like you know all of san juan if you get what i'm saying yeah that's for sure um it's just like i guess like uh i don't know like boston has like an old part of the city it's like even like, even like montreal has like old port and everything but the rest of the city is modern looking or north american yeah. looking it's it's an it's an average u.s city but just spanish speaking and spanish majority right um so basically i guess at the end uh, after our stay in in our airbnb we called up our our guy we called up our guy edgar he gave us his number and um yeah i don't know i i don't have I don't know what to say about it. Maybe you guys have some some funny memories that you could share. But like, he was uh, he was a really cool guy. He drove us from the airport to to our Airbnb. He was like really nice, funny, all these things. And we were like, we don't know who's gonna like who would be crazy enough because we were crazy not to rent a car at that point, and we had to get like two and a half hours or two hours across the island. Not crazy budget. <laughs> yeah we were we were being smart right um but to be to be fair yeah. like we were in gonna be in aguadilla for like five days if we're just staying in the area no reason to rent a car pay like 100 bucks a day plus the, yeah the yeah, car the, was very expensive so yeah but realistically we could have used the car in that area too but we'll get to that later oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna get to that but yeah i remember like bradley looked online if there were any buses that were going to because there's a university in aguadilla right but like from san juan to aguadilla there's like no public transport because mm-hmm. everyone in puerto rico has a car 
Yeah. It's a very US American like like inspired like uh yeah Americanized, yeah. yeah it's like houston like apparently no one has like right no one takes the bus in houston <laughs> yeah there's no uh yeah that was another interesting thing because you know you think you travel to you know puerto rico is considered latin america but you know there's no there's no uh you know you, when you think of traveling in latin america you think of like taking buses between cities you think of you know public transportation is just a way that people get around in, yeah. in all these countries and puerto rico no it's it's not the case it's like, cars it's yeah everyone and also people are more well off than these other countries so they everyone affords can afford cars and yeah so we we hit up edgar and we're like hey can you drive us like two and a half hours to aguadilla he's like no problem mine <laughs> <laughs> so he picked us up right and early put us Put us put our stuff in the back and just drove us and he's like on the drive i remember him telling us kind of about his life and like i don't know if we should go too much in detail but he said he liked he lived in the detail, you go in the you go in detail yeah, okay detail. he lived in the mountains yeah. like outside of san juan and like he told us that hurricane no no. Not, no 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 uh, 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 uh um, maria hurricane maria maybe the, could be Maria. The, the the hurricane the hurricane that like devastated the island a few years ago like right before trump's inauguration i think yeah um like he lost power for a while for like a few months like it's right. kind of crazy to think yeah. uh, sorry, it was hurricane maria i think um yeah it's like it's quite a crazy thing like like in the u.s like somewhere yeah. where american citizens live you know right like they were living in third world conditions for like almost a year so he he tells us he lived in the mountains. You know, he used to be a tennis player, then got his wife pregnant, and then like he got pregnant. Yeah. And then like on the drive, I remember him telling us, pointing out a sign and a word in Spanish that I, I think maybe you knew, I didn't know. It was desayuno. He's like, this word gonna be very important. Yeah. He was right. <laughs> he was right. So he he told us like we drove by all the Burger King and the Wendy's and yeah. Turkish chicken. Oh man, he loved mm. fast food. But I think everyone in that fucking yeah. island likes fast food, bro, because that's all we fucking ate. Yeah, you go so, to Puerto Rico, you're like, oh, I'm going to a tropical island. You have like tropical fruits and stuff. Hell no, no. It, absolutely not. It's you're having, all fast food. You're having U.S. consumer products. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has some records, like most Turkish chicken in like kilometer yeah. radius or something, like. <laughs> most fast food per capita yeah, or something exactly. yeah it was it was a nice drive too i remember like i remember being squished in the middle because you couldn't sit in the front seat because COVID apparently right. but um yeah we drove the entire time and it, it, he drove us there and like we 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 paid him and then it was just a nice drive it was nice to like have him like to kind of like a local guide for like a bit just tell us about yeah. the culture and then we arrived in aguadilla and we arrived at the marriott near the u.s uh, air force base or u.s coast guard base yeah. which is pretty cool yeah Let's uh, we can get into that story a bit later, mm-hmm. but I remember just like Agudia being really nice. We definitely should have had a car there because everything is driving distance. But we would walk down to the beach. We'd walk around. It, it was like the first. I think the first day we went to the beach there. I forget what it's called. Survival uh, beach. Survival beach, something like that. And we just walked and walked and walked. Like we went hiking through this, like through the mountains of yeah. this beach and through the rocks and everything. Yeah. And then we end up like kind of in the middle of nowhere. We're like, okay, we have to turn back at some point. Like curfew is going to come. So yeah. we like, we climb up like stairs or something. Yeah. And then like we see a gate and we see people running around. We're like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and, and then this guy comes up to us. He's like, are you guys with a coast guard? I'm like, we're wearing like shorts, t-shirts, like hats. <laughs> yeah, flip flops. Flip flops. We're like, bro, do I look like i'm fucking coast guard and then he's like he 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 like he's like okay so we continue walking by the fence and then another guy comes he's like he's like are you guys dominicans or something he <laughs> yeah. thought we were like refugees yeah. from like from yeah, like the dominican like, from got off a boat, boat or something yeah. and 
trying so, to get into Puerto Rico. Yeah. So we they let us in through the base, took our uh, Quebec IDs. Which is really rare yeah. as uh, foreigner, as not U.S. citizens yeah. to be on that base, I think was yeah. like a really rare thing. I, I feel like... Because people don't... Uh, citizens don't get access to no. that area. Unless I'm, you're like a wife or kid of yeah, a Coast Guard yeah. person. Like we just walked through like their... Not barracks, I guess like where the, where the soldiers live or where the Coast Guard people live. We could have fully been detained. We yeah. could have been like put in like... But we, we were... We, Pose no threat. I think they realized we were just lost. Yeah, it was starting yeah, we, to get dark too. Yeah, like, it was about to. Yeah, they, they knew we were Canadians, and then we we did got like a like a escort through the base, and we he, the guys like okay go this way if you want food go this way back to your hotel. We're like okay. Yeah, they're, they're very friendly. I gotta yeah. say they were all really really nice. As Puerto Rico might be, this place was like an ident. It was like you take a a suburb from Mer- from the U.S. and you just drop it in in puerto rico and that's exactly what it looked like it was just really fascinating like the houses were nice every the sidewalks were like typical like ev- everything was just like typical u.s uh thing in the middle like right on the coast of puerto rico that base for some reason reminded me of like a mission in call of duty black ops 2 in panama where it's like they mm. go through like the u.s base in panama but i guess technically it's kind of similar because yeah. it's like american suburb in, in a foreign country and it felt yeah. cool just like i was like oh this place looks cool yeah yeah it was like a piece of familiarity within within puerto rico it's also like how the guy saw us he was just jogging like you know you would do in a regular like you know white suburban area <laughs> yeah, people yeah. jogging the guy was just jogging and he's like wait like there's people outside the gate so it's like per- from uh, our perspective like we're on the top of this mountain you know the- to get back on top like the beach is at a much lower level so we have to walk all the way down and here we have to like you know hike all the way back up this is like you know maybe like a 15 minute hike but it's very steep so it's like you know we're kind of sweating at the top here we're like walking along this fence um and to our left you have like again the fence with the coast guard in the neighborhood and to our right you basically just have like a cliff they got a huge cliff going all the way down to like the water so you know we didn't really have an option like we had to it was we were our pounds just, just to go around the the coast guard base but yeah. obviously like you know they let us through yeah. but just funny how um you know even when they saw like our ids the guy's like Hey, you guys are from Quebec. Uh, what's that like? I don't think he knew exactly like what that. Probably didn't know it was like a country. Though not a country, but he probably didn't know like that it was a province in Canada. He's just like, "Well, you guys are Canadian, okay?" Like, yeah. yeah. I think we got escorted because technically we were on their property. Yeah. I think the beach below is not there under their jurisdiction, but like, kind of was like like land kind of outside the fence. So I think that's why we got the like. We, we, we technically got detained like they took our ids until we passed through right but it was like it was it was fine it was a really cool story to tell it's like i got detained by the u.s uh, coast guard in puerto rico like a, like a youtube title got detained in puerto rico gone wild gone, hey. gone sexual <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the, the people were so nice and uh yeah they they treated us well and then there was another beach we went to in aguada Agua, Agua de Pueblo. I think we just talked like about mm. the story yeah. of, of how we got there. Oh, know? man. Just like- yeah, but I just want to say quick that this, this beach that we were on, that, you know, during this whole uh, scenario, it's called, there are two beaches. There's one that's uh, Surfer's Beach and then there's Survival Beach. Um, I think anyone that hasn't been to Puerto Rico, like, I think those are two of the most, like, yeah. some of the most interesting beaches I've ever seen in my life. On the northwest um, side of the island. Yeah, they're they're so different from anything that I've seen. There were some points where I felt like I was in a movie or something. Yeah, and and I yeah I looked I did some research beforehand and there were actually movies like filmed on that beach. No way. Yeah, I, I don't know the names, but yeah. uh, I've seen that. Yeah. So you want to talk about how we tried to get from um, 
how we tried to get from Aguadilla from our hotel to uh, our hotel was also like an old military base or a me- oh, yeah. uh, old hospital, mel- old. military hospital or something. Yeah, tell us about the hotel. Yeah, the, the hotel was just an old military hospital. But it was, it was owned into, by Marriott. Yeah, now yeah. it's Marriott. And uh, yeah, man, I, I like that place because like I, I like that place in general. Like we, uh, the place itself was nice. And also we ha- we found this place, Ramey Bakery, yeah. <laughs> that, that we we just kept going back there for like almost every meal. <laughs> I, I, got, yeah. I got two things yeah, to go say about it. that. Like we ate a loaf of bread every day for breakfast because yeah, we went through the panaderia. And it's like a panaria, yeah. which, which is, uh, I think, bakery. In it's Spanish. like a, it's like a, it's like their version of bakery. Like you get baked yeah. goods, you get drinks, you get whatever. We would get the same like sandwich yeah. every. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was chicken, it was tuna. I think it was like um, ham and cheese, egg. Yeah, we went we went right in the morning. No, we didn't go in the morning. We went there for lunch because I remember we bought like cereal for the morning. Yeah, but these sandwiches were like three four bucks, and they were huge. And there was like. Almost bit, like I think we all gained weight on that trip just from yeah. eating all the fucking bread. Yeah, but that's why we were eating it too, because it was like it wasn't the most expensive thing. Yeah. And like you eat one of those and you're pretty much good for most of the day. For the like, re- yeah, until yeah. lunchtime or, or until dinner time. Yeah. So I remember, I remember, like, I, I, like we we wouldn't just eat there because it would get it would close at some point, and then we ate at fucking Denny's at the yeah. at the yeah. and then like it was in our hotel. It was in yeah. the, it was in the hotel. Sad piece of chicken. You yeah. and you literally looked at the lady. You're like, it's like you're like, is there another piece of chicken coming? She's like, no, that's it. And we're like, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like pricey. It was like over like yeah, ten bucks, like American for like one little piece of chicken, and yeah. like it's like McDonald's is better. Like it probably gives like twenty times the amount of chicken as this. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah. So I remember there was also a grocery store on the way like it was off the fucking <laughs> it was off oh my Bro, god we we were like, like we were ret- we like, were like we were, messed up. We were, me- we were like, like we were walking in the we were- dark alongside the highway with grocery bags with like orange juice and ice cream or like some shit like yeah. a cereal it wasn't uh, like a close walk through. this is like 20 minutes half, of just yeah, walking like hour, on the yeah. side of the highway like no sidewalk nothing we're just on the side of the highway walking through like grass fields cars like, flying it's like by grass us flying. Like, it's like pitch black at night yeah. like wearing like flip-flops and everything like literally yeah, flip-flops that's the thing. Yeah. it was it was like pitch blackout like yeah no street lights no nothing no. And people were like honking at us like what the <laughs> fuck like I, you don't like people in puerto rico don't do that i think maybe you told me i remember you saw in mexico people walk on the side of the highway like it's more yeah, common maybe. there yeah. like you see someone here walking on the long side of the highway like are you fucking like this guy messed up in the head or something yeah exactly like keep in mind this is even though it sounds puerto rico exotic this is still like we mentioned before everyone has cars here everyone gets around by car no one is walking on the side of the highways there, but we were. And we probably looked yeah. like drug addicts or something. Yeah. I remember on the way to the grocery store, you know, we passed, we were all hungry. We saw like a pizza place. Do you remember yeah. that pizza yeah, stand? Yeah, yeah, And we were like the only ones like got there by walking. Everyone else there came there by car. <laughs> we were the only ones there without a car. Like, <laughs> we just walked up to the, to the place. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you guys get here? Like, like a food truck. Yeah, we just walked there. <laughs> So then there was the next time where we went to a different beach where we walk. We plan on walking. Oh yeah, the, on the way there. Okay, we were walking. Just explain how how far this place yeah. is and and where we were going to. Like, we, it, we what was by our a plan? Golf course or something? Yeah. I think it was like fifteen kilometers. Something like that. it was something. It was like yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. And then we we started. We we walked all the way there. At some point, where we we walked to. We went to a different beach. I remember. I yeah. Forget the, we went to Crash Boat Beach. Crash Boat Beach. Yeah. And then on the way there, we passed by like this vet clinic. 
Okay. Something about Puerto Rico is that you're going to see dogs that are semi-owned by people. Yeah. So they walk, they're outside, they're like, there's no dogs inside in Puerto Rico. So we walk there and like this fucking dog follows us for at least like, like half an hour. And then it just like turns, it just stops. It just stops walking. We're like, we tried to call the vet, no vet, no nothing. We're like, like we, we felt bad a bit, but at the end of the day, we're like, this dog probably knows the area. Yeah. It just followed us for like so long. It followed us. And at some point it started walking like, because once again, we were trying to go from this place called Aguadilla to Aguadilla Pueblo. And there were no Uber, no Ubers, no taxis at this time, no buses to get there. So we look at Google Maps and we're like, okay, two uh, two hours, two and a half hour walk, we could do that. You know, we've done day, that before, like yeah, in, in day, Europe, exactly. in Europe. Yeah, in Europe, you walk for four hours. The day was young, like the day was really bright and early. We we're like, okay, we could walk there, arrive there like before lunch, and um, and yeah, we could you know, spend some time there and walk back. Shouldn't be a problem. Or, you know, hopefully we find a taxi in that city and they'll take us back. Um, so, yeah, we were just in our flip-flops. We thought we could do it. And, and yeah, this dog was following us and stuff. Um, yeah, you want to? Yeah, we saw the dog and, you know, I like animals, I like dogs. So I was like, you know, t- giving attention. And that's the thing yeah. I realized in these countries. Like, don't give dogs and animals attention because they're going to follow you. So here we are just walking along uh, the highway. Again, we're walking along the highway again to get to this beach. And on one side, you have like a golf course. The other side, you have like, you know, uh, an airport actually. Yeah. So again, like there's, it's not a fun walk because it's not like you're walking through buildings. It's a very boring walk. It's just all like we're walking on the side of a highway. Only one's walking. Like there's no sidewalk or anything. We're just walking yeah. through like grass fields. There weren't fields. like that many stores and stuff. Yeah, like a few. Like, but, and our um, flip-flops. And the dog followed us to the, like the highway. And it got dangerous because this dog was like, he was following us and then he was going, at some points he was going on to the, the road. Of yeah, the, yeah. In the middle of the highway, he was going there and like people were like, I think cars even stopped. Like cars yeah, literally on, on the highway fallen stopped because the, the dog was going there and they're getting mad at us. They're honking at us because they thought it was our dog. We're like, we're trying to get this dog away from we us. We're such morons <laughs> yeah. in Puerto Rico. Then we just, I think after, once we got to like the next village or the next, uh, not village, but the next water and luckily we just, we walked away because yeah, just, chilled there it lay down like and it probably like turned around you know to go back it probably knew where it was going yeah i think it just wanted like an adventure or yeah, like to food. get some food yeah so we ended up like turning and walking to a beach like all the way down like the steep beautiful like, beach by the yeah. way yeah it was like a steep like walk down too and we were like fuck we have to walk all this way back up i th- do we we didn't hitchhike all the way back up no we walked no. we walked we walked our walked asses like I'm so, I think we started getting like gaining weight after we got the car because we were walking so much. Yeah. And let's talk about when we came back from Crash Boat Beach, oh, which was yeah. really beautiful. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted. We to. were, yeah, we were like going from like store to store and stuff. We were like trying to speak with people, like trying to get rides and stuff. Yeah. And like with our broken Spanish, we were like, we were asking cashiers or, and like people like, do you even know a friend? Do you know someone that could drive us? We'll pay them, whatever. Nothing. And then this... You know, you want to talk about the guy who uh, who well, ended up giving us a lift? Well, the we, ice cream guy. Yeah, we we <laughs> we stopped at an ice cream store. We're like, fuck it. Like, I want. Like, I think we all wanted ice cream or something. Yeah. And <laughs> we all wanted ice cream. <laughs> we so wanted like, ice cream. So we 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 went to like the, the ice cream. <laughs> we went to like this place. We went to this place. 
and I think I got like a Nutella shake that I fucking regretted because I spent the day in the bathroom later. <laughs> yeah. And then like we were like we asked these two like the two ladies working there, and we're like like do you know somewhere who can like drive us back to the hotel? We show them where we we we're like <laughs> they we're couldn't like, believe it. Yeah, they couldn't like, yeah, believe we, it. Like we're like uh, we walk here from Aguadilla. They're like what? <laughs> like Aguadilla, locos, locos. Yeah. And then like this fucking guy comes in like stoic, like no emotion, like he just orders an ice cream, <laughs> and and they they ask. <laughs> and he looked like the, the 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 dad from cloudy with a chance of meatballs like i don't remember i remember just having a mustache and like an eyebrows <laughs> i don't know why he was not in a good mood he just had like no emotion like he just looked angry like yeah he was like unlike most people in puerto rico he didn't look friendly yeah like everyone in puerto rico is so friendly so yeah. like they asked him it's like in spanish like can, can you give them can you give them these fucking retarded kids yeah. <laughs> a ride home yeah and he, he's like let me go ask my wife and yeah. then the, the, he lets us and he like he just like, comes he comes back and he's like he like motions his head and he's like come just stop pointing out here he didn't know english no he didn't speak english but his right. wife thanks his, well, his, his wife was from chicago or something mm-hmm. his wife spoke english and yeah, puerto uh, rican from chicago yeah, yeah puerto rican from chicago and she's like oh we're like oh what are you doing back here she's like they lived in aguada which was out of the way so mm-hmm. they, they drove oh, us all true, the way back true. to Aguadilla and it was like it was so nice of them yeah they didn't like, ask it, us for anything no, like no, they just nothing. did it it was it could have been like a three hour walk yeah like uphill in the dark at some point like it was it was fun though. Like, it was, yeah if we didn't get that ride we would have been we would have been screwed yeah but mm-hmm. uh, I was like also my feet I was only wearing like Birkenstocks and I think they're on a bit too tight and I think even to like till this day I still have like blister marks from how much we walked. So thank God like they uh, they drove us home. But I'm also remember maybe you remember that too when we're all sitting in the back and the guy's like, "Where's my phone?" And we all like freaked out. <laughs> He's like looking at us, like, yeah. "Where's my phone?" Yeah, he's like, "You gotta just take my phone." We're like, "Uh, we're just sitting there in the back quietly, like." nope like, <laughs> yeah luckily he found this phone yeah and he was like just driving enjoying his ice cream i think that was that was the only happiness i think it was that, a yeah. it was like a big ford f-150 mm, it was, it was like nice it was comfortable truck, yeah. in the back like i kind of wish we had that car in puerto rico um i just want to ask you guys there was another time that we quote-unquote hitchhiked and we jumped onto the back of a of a truck you, you guys did i did like well you did also jump okay, on the I back i jumped but, on the back and, and like i couldn't like but you didn't get in i couldn't get in because they started moving yeah and then my hat fell off and i was like fuck okay like i'm gonna die if i stay on the back of this yeah. truck like we're not like there was yeah like, you were just hanging on yeah there were like bikes in the back of that truck and like, i couldn't fit so i was like you know what fuck it i'm i went to grab my hat i thought the truck would stop no yeah. it didn't fucking kept going so yeah. I, like, thankfully it was like maybe a half an hour walk back home so like right. i walked slowly took my time i was on like uh, instagram just like scrolling through i went to check subway nearby to see if it was open but yeah. it was closed i was like fuck i'm hungry but uh what what led to that do you guys remember i have no recollection of, yeah what so, where were we we were at a different beach i forget the surfer name this could have oh, been like okay. a closer surfer beach, beach. It was surfer beach Again, all these beaches, you have to sort of walk, like, downhill to get to them. You know, it's not just, like, Miami where it's, like, the beach at the same level. You know, it's it's a walk. Yeah, like, it's even, not like the hotel is on the beach. Yeah, and you you still have to, like, even when you get to the, the coast, you still have to go downhill, like, kind of walk all the way down, which is still, like, you know, it's not like I'm saying Miami where it's, the beach is right there. It's at the same level. So it's always still, like, a bit it's of a... Uh, yeah, it's still a bit of a journey. Like, no one really walks to the beaches. Everyone drives. So I remember we were walking back up and... I never hitchhiked before, like, in my life. Like, never, especially got, got, like, a free ride. Like, I've never done that. But I wanted to just, you know, would, like, try it for fun. So I put my thumb up while we're walking up. And a truck passes by. And he just, he goes by us. Yeah, and we like, expect him to keep going. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't expect, like, uh, you know, talk to hitchhikers. They're like, yeah, one in a thousand people, like, you know, come to me, you know, or, like, respond to my thumbs up. So I'm like, whatever, I'll try it again. 
but that same truck ends up coming back he actually reverses and he he's like hey like where are you guys from and i guess he was surprised like you know because we were from canada and he was just in there with his wife and his kids and again like everyone there just drives like pickup trucks i realized especially that part of the island and um he's like all bikes in his uh in the in the trunk i mean in the back of the pickup truck so he's like vamos you know hop in my truck so yeah and i we both hop in the back and Matan's kind of hanging out from the outside. Matan's just hanging out from the outside. Like he's not actually inside the truck like we are. My feet were hurting so much from that. Like the, cause I was just squatting with all these bikes the entire mm-hmm. trip. We're just sitting in the back of this pickup truck with like, no, like, uh, like I'm like shirtless, no like helmet or anything. Yeah. We're going on like the highway. And we then, were like taking selfie videos <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like, then, yeah. Matan's not even in the truck. He's just like standing on the outside. Yeah. And then we're driving through and I look back and I'm like, wait, yeah, you're, Where's Matan? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? Matan just disappears and yeah. we look far and he's like all the way down there just walking. He was walking. And then oh. it was like. We were like, do we ask the guy to turn around? <laughs> like, no. like, nope, no, keep on going. No, yeah. no. we it's couldn't. Like, we didn't even ask the guy to stop. We just like, <laughs> we yeah, we could just continue going. I remember like, yeah. we all we get back to the room, you and I both shower, we're just like chillaxing <laughs> in our bed. And then we just see like, you just hear the door open, Matan comes in. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked, I liked uh, Agodia. It was like a, it's a really random place, but like all those little memories really add up and, and I liked it. Like like we were saying, yeah, walking was... to the grocery store, going to the food truck, all these little things like they add up and they create like really nice memories. We, yeah, just like going to the bakery every day. Like also one of these things that I, once I got a travel tip from like online somewhere that it was like when you go to a new place and you're staying in a city for like more than a few days, like find this place that you keep going back to like every day and you build like some sort of connection to it. So it's like, yeah, we kind of had that with like little stores and stuff, you know, you keep going back every day and and uh, yeah, it, it's it's a nice thing. It's really nice. Um, anything else to, to cover? Oh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just beautiful sunsets like i'm seeing pictures now like beautiful yeah. sunsets in that area like. the the entire trip had a lot of really nice sunsets yeah uh just in general like you know if you travel to this area the beach is like super nice it's mm-hmm. not like um a classic beach like you know the, the water's a bit rough to go swimming in it but it's just absolutely beautiful to just go and relax by and like lots of uh i don't know what do you even call them rock formations and like just yeah just very unique yeah it's like just nothing not, i've not, ever seen not just sand like it's uh, the the, the scenery was nice yeah also like a bunch of wildlife like we saw iguanas like like crabs everywhere we saw like the biggest pelicans i've ever seen in my life remember those ones oh yeah 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 yeah. um that was that was uh it was an underrated part of the trip but really really fun yeah i would suggest like literally anyone like go go do a road trip in puerto rico like you'll you'll remember that for the rest of your life um anything else to say about aguadilla or kind of uh we could talk about now when we when we rented the car and and started driving down we can move to the car we got uh i I forget who we rented it through enterprise enterprise maybe maybe them or or what's the other one discount or or, um, alamo i I, I think it was enterprise it was green it was green we got a a hyundai venue little beep beep kind of car not like i thought we were gonna get a smaller car but it was it was bigger i thank god for this car because uh we we imagine walking around and taking taxis for the rest of the trip like it would have costed us more than the rental car probably yeah and i i just want to say once we rented the car we started driving down and this is still we we finally got to the place the the town that we wanted to visit called aguadilla pueblo 
Um, it's more built up than Aguadilla. Aguadilla is more, I guess, uh, suburban feeling, and Aguadilla Pueblo is more, I guess, a little town. And um, it was really cool. We drove down there. The vibe was was interesting, and like some of the city squares, like there was loud music playing. Kind of felt a bit like Mexican or something with the nice churches and stuff. Um, but then we we start going into what looks like a uh, in in Puerto Rico, you'll see places that look like slums from the from the outside, just because of how it's built on a on a hill. Uh, but yeah, we were walking through, and then we see like a lot of street art and and stuff like that on the houses. So we walk towards it, and we see one of the artists, and we're we're trying to communicate with her a bit. And then we yeah, and then this lady, a very sweet lady, Puerto Rican lady, uh, invites us onto her rooftop. Remember? That was a crazy story. Yeah, that that was so nice. She like three guys, strangers, doesn't know us, but invited us onto her rooftop. We were like taking nice pictures, kind of looked, you know, in our mind it was like, oh, it's like Rio or something, you know, <laughs> like a little hill with all the. It was really really nice. It's funny how like when you talk to like uh, you know a- actual like Latin Americans or like they'll like be avoid that place at all costs. Like, yeah, you know, they'll all be saying, don't go there, don't go there. <laughs> like we're like the, like gringos are like, let's go. Like yeah, yeah we love exploring that the stuff. Best experiences. So so yeah, that was really nice. That's also just to show you the uh, the hospitality of of uh, Puerto Rican people. Um, yeah, and then I guess you want to say anything else about Aguadilla Pueblo or? It's just absolutely beautiful. Like I think the people the rooftop we went to they they like paint that area on top, and it's I think it's I th- I think like tourists do go there because I know they have um they like a box and maybe for like tips and stuff you know maybe like when there's more touristy maybe people would actually go on top there yeah. uh but again like it was COVID and you know obviously like the average tourists are like again all the tourists that were there at the moment I mean not like where we were at the top but just around the village because there were people at some points like there's an area with colorful houses they were taking pictures but they're all like Puerto Rican tourists like just people within like their own country um visiting mm-hmm. But again, it was just really cool to experience that, and the people that were uh, like these painters at the top of the place, you know, they let us go on top for for free. Like, I mean, they just let us go on top of their their rooftop to see the entire city and everything, like the entire town. Because uh, we were talking to them before, before, and we met the painter who's like the mom, her son that we were talking to, even the kid's grandfather. Yeah. It was like the entire family was just there at that exact oh, moment right. that we were like all talking to. Oh, that that was really funny too. We there was a um, I have a selfie of there's a. Uh, me, the artist, and the old father, like the the old man, the the abuelo, and basically it was like he was standing there, and right next to it was a painting, a mural of like him on a fishing boat or something. So it was like the guy next to his own mural. I thought that was pretty cool. I never seen anything like that before. Um, yeah, that's also another place that if you're if you're spending time in Puerto Rico, like definitely suggest like hitting it up. Just like. It's a place that you kind of pass through on your way to somewhere else. It's like you spend uh, two hours there, you look around. It's really, it's nice. It's pretty, whatever, and it's colorful. And keep going, yeah, exactly. It's also right on the beach. I don't know if there's actually a beach there that people could access uh, in that town, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, there was like one after the parking lot. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that was very very nice. And then what was the next place that we drove to? Mayaguez, Mayaguez. Wasn't it Rincon? Did we go I to think Mayaguez was beforehand. We did go. We did stop in uh, Recon in that was, town. Recon was very, uh, was very, like short. You know, it was maybe like yeah, like a stop. Yeah, we, but Recon I think was before like... that we did Mayaguez. Remember, there was yeah. uh, remember I got like some, 
I got some food there from like a little. There was a vendor. I got some food there. I got like a sandwich or something. Yeah, the uh, the hot dog guy. He's yeah. doing that for like fifty years or something. He was telling us. Yeah. So that was also really quick. Really just. Yeah, we we didn't spend food. much time in Mayaguez. There was a little square over there. There was like also we walked around one of the, the, the not tourist area like local area. They were like looking at some. What were we? We were looking at it like a dog or something, and a lady oh, got yeah. a bit angry at us, uh, just because we had cameras and stuff, yeah. which I guess is understandable. Like if you're on your own property and you see cameras pointing at you, but you know, as tourists, we were just excited and and we like to film our experiences. That was, um, I think, um, not Mayaguez. No, it was the place that we stopped at. Oh, San Germán. Yeah, San Germán. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Scratch that. So. Yeah, either way, Mike was, it was cool, just passed through, and yeah. then what was next, Rincon? I think it was Rincon where all the gringos were, where we, I remember we ate, um, like, we had another sandwich at a panaderia. Yeah. Because I, I remember the people we met there, we, the lady was from Philly, but she lived in the the east, she was, like, from the east side of Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. but she was, like, from Fa- Fajardo, yeah. Yeah, I just remember that, and then you I remember... Really saw a lot of, uh, like, I guess, white people um yeah it's more of a laid back hips like not hipster but like um yeah i guess if you're it's where most of the tourists i guess go if you're looking for just like a a relaxing time and and when we were there we stayed at cabo rojo cabo rojo cabo cabo rojo yeah and then we we, it was like around that area oh yeah we stayed in like it was kind of like a campsite but there's like a bungalow yeah and it was like one other puerto rican family there and they're yeah. blasting their music so loud in the morning and stuff. Yeah, at least you know what I respected. It was like even though they they were blasting their music, I was I was stressed out about it because I thought they were gonna keep going on like all night. But they actually like stopped exactly when it was curfew. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh. So and I remember the cat yeah. there and like you we I think we got on the beers a bit and yeah. you're like you like there's the 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 campsite cat. It's <laughs> yeah. a little black cat and you're like you lift it up like I'm fly with me. <laughs> yeah. I was like you weren't afraid to touch these cats. I was like bro what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. And and it was uh it was a funny time too like. Uh, you know they they love fireworks and stuff over there like people were just yeah that's true literally in our mini hot like little hotel there were like people. Uh, lighting fireworks and stuff it, it was like a really fun and, and nice experience so basically like what we did is we started off just to retract we started off on like aguadilla the top yeah we went down to we spent a few days going to the nearby beaches that you know not too close but close enough for us to walk and hitchhike we went down to then we got the car and we drove all the way down but we stopped through different towns like lincoln uh like aguadilla pueblo then we went to uh, i think maybe uh, like my guess for just like a few hours but then yeah. we actually ended off our night in just putting some context and then off the night in like Cabo Rojo, like in yeah. some, uh, this, I kind of want to describe this place. Cause it's not like an Airbnb I've ever been to before. No. It was again, like this area doesn't get, doesn't have too many places to stay. And there's really not that many, like a lot of selection. So it's very pricey. This is like one of the only cheap places, like budget places that we could find. And this place is very, um, I found it was very like trailer park looking. Yeah, it's like, it's like low quality yeah, like, all around. Yeah, it's like this entire place is just like all trailer parks. And even the place that we went to, it looked like it was like technically two trailer parks, like uh, like two RVs that were just side by side and they just made it into like rooms, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it was just, it was like this compound that had like two, again, like it's kind of like L shaped, like these two buildings and maybe had like six or maybe eight rooms total. And then you had like a pool in the middle and that's it. Like you just have chairs to sit around. It was like, it, it was very different. Like very that's different. what I would say. Different for us too. Yeah, 
Um, also, yeah, even like the stores that we were going to nearby, like the grocery stores and the little uh, panaderias and stuff, like you see, this was like the only place in Puerto Rico, maybe besides like La Perla or something that you see like people tatted up and stuff. It was like a really, yeah, it was interesting for us. Yeah, like even the um, like the Airbnb, like the place we stayed at, just that was interesting. Um, I mean, I didn't get like any sleep at that place for some reason. The walls were like way too thin. I just never. And actually... I think your stomach was probably hurting from the same pasta. <laughs> <laughs> the depression pasta yeah uh <laughs> even gotta say like how you how we had to cook there so like you know how we made our pasta how oh. we even started the stove because that's something like, <laughs> i burned my hat like every time <laughs> yeah that was crazy so how did you do it um i don't remember i think it was like we had to light on but then no fire comes unless you like put a lighter there right and then a little you know a big flame would come up and um yeah it would never match like matches so yeah you have to actually use like the lighter to just put like the entire lighter under like the the fumes to light it up that was crazy um also i guess during our time there we did do some other cool things that i remember we went to like was it ruins or something like there were some ruins or something yeah was that there that was there because it was uh it it was near yeah it was near um the the beach that we went to uh playa buye it's around that same area where we oh, kind of yeah, scratched yeah. up the car a little bit. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, all right. It's okay. You don't have to cover that. But it was like it was like a sketchy way to get out, and it was just like it was fine, whatever. Yeah, like we, we paid it. Um, yeah, that that place is cool. It was like only locals. I remember the police came at some point. We kind of had to run away on jet skis. Yeah, they were like telling people to get away yeah. from the be- like oh, yeah. not be on the beach. Yeah, because the beaches were closed in Puerto officially, Rico at the time. Officially, yeah, yeah, officially. Yeah, and then. Was that on the same place as the place we looked? That thought like we looked like it looked like Honduras and Thailand mixed yeah, together. Yeah. Was that what was that called? Playa Buya. Playa Buya. That yeah. place. Okay. That place. Like, well, this is like a bit in the future, but we'll we'll go back to like what what else we did there. Actually, no. We'll talk about it now at the moment. Talk about yeah. the moment. We're already on the subject. Okay, so I see. Like from Bradley's phone here is. We'll go back. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. So we Playa Buya. It was like I think we were there at sunset, so it was just like such like a I hate to use this word like such a magical time. Yeah, it was like it was like the experience. It was like so nice. Yeah, it was like you know it's like kind of felt like heaven. It's like I don't remember where we parked the car. I don't remember anything. I just remember going there. And I'm like wow. Like I think it was it was a a, a lo- another local that recommended it to us. He's like Playa Buye, my favorite beach. Yeah, basically what at this like it wasn't a motel. I guess you booked it on Airbnb. Yeah, so this Airbnb that we were staying at, um, there was like a family there or a guy visiting. He's a Puerto Rican, but living in New Jersey, working there. And he was just visiting the island again, visiting his family and stuff. Um, And we were just asking him like, hey, what's your favorite place in Puerto Rico? And he was like, do you know Playa Buya? And we were like, no, we never heard of it. Sounds pretty low key, Uh, but we went. And um, like you said, I guess you describe it as magical, but like for me, I yeah, it's like one of those places that I would look back and be like, or like if I had to think like what my happy place is, like that would be one of my happy places. It was like because think about context too is that we were during this time it was like a very stressful time, um, just a lot of uncertainty in the world, like how things were gonna keep going, were things gonna get better. This is like yeah, this is December twenty twenty, like we said, so everything was brand new to us. It was a very stressful situation. And throughout this trip, we were, like, very stress-free, you know, thankfully. We were very stress-free during this time, but, like, 
during this night at Playa Buya, like during that sunset and just chilling on that beach was like really one of the most uh, blissful, chill moments of my life. And like you went just, in the water too. Yeah, of course. I went in the water. Like all these places that had nice water, like nice beaches. I was, yeah, of course we were hitting. Even there was one of those beaches near Cabo Rojo, Rojo Cabo, whatever. Oh, that, yeah, I want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even have bathing suits but the water was just so beautiful we were like not missing this opportunity it looked yeah. so great we just went in that place uh, even like uh what's the beach called or like they were kicking everyone off the beach because apparently like they had some not ruins but like some place you go beach we realized like you know police left everyone basically the police come they kick everyone off the police leave then everyone goes back to the beach yeah so we just decided to go to the beach while it was like sunset and Again, like you're in the water, there's not as many locals, not as, not as many people as before, but there's still some locals. I remember, you know, talking to some people, like playing with their dog. It's mm-hmm. like even like a like a pit bull, like you know, over mm-hmm. here, everyone's like, oh, pit bull, and like yeah, I was just I was just like playing with their dog, like fetch. They were talking to me, you know. It's just it was like really cool to uh, to do. That, that dog stepped on my foot, and it was like probably the heaviest dog in the fucking world. That's funny. Um, yeah, was, that was that was a really nice speech. Also, yeah, Cabo Rojo place also with the lighthouse yeah yeah that's exactly what you're pulling up right now this like it, it looked lo- like portugal yeah man. It looked like, like that the was Algarve. fantastic like I, i'm telling you people have to people are missing out on this island there's yeah. like people think it's like a small island everything looks the same no not at all like it's and then a and then the people that do place, go like, and the people that do go just go to san juan exactly like, rent yeah. a car like for a week just drive around the island not even like you three days three four days yeah like if you yeah. spend spend like half a day in San Juan. Like if you have if you have if you're like stuck like um like short on time. Yeah. Just like everything is like driving distance in this country, which is amazing. And it's also a place you can go back to like many times, especially if you live in the United States. If yeah. You live in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I think we saw that island better than most Puerto Ricans have, and yeah. better than I think any foreigner has. Like really, we saw it yeah. like in depth, in depth, like it, where no gringos have gone before yeah. potentially. But even like. Puerto Ricans like living stateside like I feel like we we saw more of their island than they have yeah yeah it's like you tell someone's like oh, I'm Puerto Rican but you live in, like they live in New Jersey or in the state in the states like they've basically been to San Juan to the airport and like maybe where their grandparents live and maybe to like a beach or two like these exactly. I don't think these people like El Yunque maybe like, the rainforest yeah I don't think these people have like been around the entire island which is like pretty interesting as like right. gringos it's like oh we've and, seen more of your island than you have yeah and like they from what I've what it you know what we've been told is that like people the the reputation I guess is that around the 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 coast is like safer more built up whatever and then it's like people kind of avoid the middle of the island they think it's like more unsafe from what i was told they think it's like poorer more run down uh just not not worth visiting but yeah we'll, we'll get yeah. obviously into that much late like definitely later but um yeah yeah and, and while we were at this this airbnb this interesting airbnb we we went to to the lighthouse as we were saying the place that kind of looked like like portugal even at some points and you know i remember we were there and i was looking from a distance and we i saw some of the bluest water that i've ever seen and and what how do you describe it brad i guess maybe a, a lagoon or yeah, a like a lagoon because there's no um it was like sort of um it wasn't straight it wasn't like a straight beach it was kind of curved and there was no waves coming in too so maybe like a lagoon I just remember like putting my feet in the water and like it being like so warm. It was like so nice and it's like you guys I think you you guys went in and it's like you guys dried off in like five seconds because it was like so like the sun was right on you, 
It was like it was such a like that place is like probably my second favorite beach after Playa Buye. Yeah, legit. Like, yeah, one of the nicer places I've been, like, ever. Yeah. Even the sound was like super soft. Like some and of the it nicest. It was so like, like uh, clean too. It was like it was very. Everything was like one color. Like the sand was like very light color and and clean and yeah, it just looked perfect. Yeah. And you get to this place, it like you had to walk a bit. Like you had to walk all through these like gardens, walk all the way up to this lighthouse. Then you had to like walk all the way back down to this lagoon. But surprisingly, there was like a lot of people there, mm -hmm. and I felt like you know you and I here, we really just had to go in the water. Like it was we, too like, nice not yeah, to go in. Yeah, exactly. Like just the like the temperature, the sand, like the lagoon. Like there's no waves. It was perfect and you and i just strongly like really need to go in the water yeah even though we did not have our bathing suits with us <laughs> we we made it work you know um but yeah that's the thing in, in life when these kind of opportunities come up you're like yeah just go for it don't don't overthink things in life just uh when you want to do something just do it don't don't overthink like uh I'm, I'm, is it gonna look weird is it gonna nah just have fun and and you won't regret it it was funny because we had to go, um, like, the point I was making is that we had to go in our underwear because we didn't have a bathing suit. It was just, like, you know, I haven't really done something like that before. I mean, maybe not in public, I would say, with other people around. Like, you know, I've definitely gone in my underwear, but not maybe because over here there's all these other people, like, different groups of people. And here we are, like, I'm, like, just going in, like, a place, like, behind the bushes where no one can see me to take yeah. off, like, my shorts. So, you know, it looks like a bathing suit. It doesn't look like I'm just pulling down my pants. Right. And then after that, we go in the water. Like, obviously in the water, no one could see us. And then we had to like go from like we had to run from like uh, like the yeah. underwear. like not run but like yeah also that too we had no and also I don't I really don't know the name of that Perico in Cabo Rojo so um, you just kind of walk down and you'll see the, you'll see the beach from the lighthouse I think or from like what are the angles yeah it's like too bad you guys can't see pictures like like our pictures of course you could look online but it's really 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 uh, nice stuff um, yeah. Anything else happened when we were at that uh, at that Airbnb, like in that area, worth mentioning? Or where did we go after that's San Herman? Yeah, that's, I think. so. Once after that, we decided to leave the coast, coastal area, head and we started head into the mountains, head more into the middle of uh, of the. I was about to say country because it really felt like a country at times, but head more into uh, into the middle of the island, and. Over there, we headed into this town called San Germán. It's spelled like San German, but yeah, San Germán in Spanish. And um, this was also like a really, it was like a ghost town when we were there. because yeah, there was no one around. Yeah, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a tourist town during the year, but I guess because of COVID and because of um, the lack of international travelers, this place was like really empty. And it was also the only place, like maybe besides parts of like Mayaguez or or maybe a little bit of other places that we've seen that like really felt uh, colonial in uh, Puerto Rico. It's also not, uh, it's not like a big place either, which could explain why. Um, like like the town itself. It's not like, you know, huge. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a small place. Yeah, it's like really a, a small town, very nice colonial old buildings. Um, uh, what do you call it? Cobblestone streets. Yeah. It's uh, something nice that... Where did, do you we don't know? see tons of important. Where did we stay at that point? This was on the way. So after we left Cabo Rojo, we were going to go stay at another Airbnb in the mountains. So we spent the day just like driving to yeah, different on like, towns. So this is one of the towns in San Herman we stopped at. And this was the time to, um, yeah, Eric said it before, but we're walking around and I was just filming stuff with my camera. You know, sometimes here and there, like I film 
things and you know people will be like hey why are you am i in your camera like am i in the shot like you know and i'm like no don't worry yeah, about some it some people are uptight yeah i mean obviously i can understand too that like, some people don't want to be on camera like sometimes i'll just be filming like like i won't be focusing on someone but maybe they'll just happen to be in my my shot um and basically we're walking around the town and this is my fault though i see like a dog like on the balcony of a house and you know i'm like oh it's a cute dog so i decided to film it and so a girl comes up to us, she's like, I don't know, she's like, yeah. I don't understand a word in Spanish. And she's yeah. just like, getting mad at us. And we know what to do. So I'm like, I'm like, guys, let's just walk away. So we just turn around and walk away. Like, <laughs> as she's yelling at us, I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, chase after us. So that was pretty funny. But it was just very beautiful to walk around there. Also, um, remember the old man? Like, um, there was this old man that apparently works the tourism board there. And obviously, don't get that many tourists. And he was talking to us. And like we didn't really want to go with him, but I said like like f it, I'll just I'll walk with him, and I ended up going to the tourist department and talking to him, and he had ended up just giving me all this like free stuff, like free stickers, free postcards, like free maps, like all these things just for you know like signing my name and saying I went there as like a you know a, a tourist, and that's one thing like I realized I've never gone to another country before, like just usually you got to pay for these things. Here the guy was just so nice that he was you know they want to promote tourism, they're just giving it to us for free. Yeah, and really the setting was beautiful too. It was like, it's really colorful. It was like hilly. It was like a hilly mountain. So yeah, really just the surrounding. It was nice. It was small. You know, you take a look around, you move on. But it was still, I think, very. It was worth mentioning and uh, worth hitting up. And then next up, uh, after this, we headed to lunch or something to this place called uh, Church's Chicken. Some of you may be familiar with it. Almost every time we passed one, we, we went and had some... Mm, church's Chicken. <laughs> yeah, we had some Church's Chicken, which is basically fried chicken, which contributed to our ga- uh, weight gain uh, during that trip. But yeah, we were we were at this place, and we were looking from a distance, and we were like, this place kind of looks like a slum, but it's like kind of colorful. Like kind of looks like a favela or something. Um, but it looks, yeah, it looks really interesting, like in the mountains. Um, and we saw it from a distance. So we asked, like, I think I asked one of the people, maybe the cashiers at, uh, the church's chicken at the, this fast food, fast food place. And I was like, is that place safe? Like, is that okay to visit? And she was like, yeah, of course. It's like, it's a lot of people visited. It's okay. Go, go ahead and you'll have a good time. So, uh, yeah, we went there. Yeah. I was just walking around with the mountains and neighborhood, Literally just like a bunch of kids doing a TikTok video in the front yeah. of it. So that's how you know it's safe. <laughs> and the people there, I remember just walking around. Like, it's like a mountainous village. Like, again, all these colorful houses, very steep. And even the people were nice. Just walking around. Like, I remember waving the people. Like, they're waving to us. Old man, like, giving us beans to try. Maybe you want to talk more about that? So I think the name of the town was Yauco. Yauco, yeah. Yauco. Yeah, it's like we're just walking around, like, seeing a bunch of old cars, old dude half a shirt on he's like hey man you want a beans <laughs> so like we pick up like these beans he picks up these beans from like a tree and like he gives it to us like i don't think i i don't think any of us ate them but i, was I like, might have eaten them oh, <laughs> oh man and i was like yeah like it's he's very nice but like i, I don't want to eat this magic means, like, yeah, come on, my magic and then he shows us his wife his wife's like hola like old yeah. like old puerto rican lady everyone's so like the older folk in puerto rico are like so friendly and so like welcoming Exactly. Yeah, we just walked around. Like, yeah, there's like, I think there's a group of kids, like six or seven kids. It was like hot out. Like, all of them had jackets on. All of them had like just the TikTok swag. They're like, they're yeah. trying to do a TikTok dance for like. We were like walking around like a certain area for like 20 minutes, nonstop. Just like one of them keeps fucking up, another one fucked up. Like, they just kept doing the stupid little dance, and they had like the ring light and everything. I was like, damn, these kids are like preparing yeah. for something. They even had a drone too. They're flying a drone around. 
honestly, respect to them because it's kind of like cool technology. You get a drone, like. Just uh, something I realized too in Puerto Rico. Just I know it's a bit off topic, but everyone there like had a drone. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just such a thing. Like so every common. Puerto Rico, yeah, they all just had drones. Yeah, it's true actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember every like every like viewpoint we went to, like there was like some some dude with a drone. Yeah, like us, we have uh, our phones on our cameras. They yeah. have drones. Yeah. Like it's just a normal thing over there. Um, and yeah, Yoko also was a really nice place. It was. Um, it looks rough from the outside, but when you're really walking in it, it's quite nice. It's uh, uh, it's just a lot of it's a, mostly residential, and then at the bottom there's more stores and stuff. Yeah, it's colorful. Um, yeah, it's a colorful place. It's actually one of those places that mostly people go for pictures. Yeah, because it's colorful and stuff. Instagram so, famous. Yeah, if you're like into that, if you care to like, we didn't care in a setting yeah in a place that's like very uh nice has street art and stuff then you might appreciate that and yeah it's also like quite um in the middle of nowhere honestly and it's a really nice town on uh on a mountain and so i guess right after this we went on a on a bit of a hike right we have to get to center in israel like the next airbnb yeah so we were on our way to our next airbnb and and you want to talk about that yeah, um, we were on our way to our next Airbnb, and it's in the mountains. We're going to talk about the Airbnb next because it's again, an amazing experience. But on the way to the Airbnb, we had to drive through the mountains. And there's one, you know, there's a few hikes you could do for some viewpoints, and we saw one on the way. So we said, like, why not stop at it? And the problem was that it was kind of raining before we decided to do the hike. So maybe you could say a little bit, like, how the beginning of it was. Also, the drive there was really rough, no? Like, didn't we not know? Yeah, we were, like, having yeah, a hard time with the drive, Google right? Maps was, like, kind of shit, and um, the yeah, roads the were, roads like, are crazy. windy. It's, like, no one in Puerto Rico drives with the seatbelt, so, it's like, everyone's yeah. a little reckless. Yeah, it's, like, it just, the, the drive was beautiful, yeah. like, in the distance, and, like, it looked so beautiful. I think, like, Drew been to that area in one of his videos. Mm. I just remember seeing it, and I was, like, damn, this is, like, beautiful. Yeah, driving around definitely. I mean, it was my time that I was doing the driving, but I could tell like it was very difficult. Like all the windy roads, you know, like you're on like mountains and you can't go fast either. So it's definitely difficult. Yeah, it's really stressful. And you were mentioning the rain, right? And um, we were, when we were going, when we were about to start our hike, like literally, yeah, the on the drive there, just before the hike itself, there were like so many beautiful viewpoints. You would see like, the stuff that we've never seen before, like we were, we were on the road and you would see wild horses just like, yeah, just roaming around on their own freely, just, you know, eating grass, you know, just like rat, like <laughs> doing horse the, things. Yeah. Like. Doing horse stuff. And, uh, that was a really cool thing to see. Of course, dogs everywhere. And, um, yeah. So I guess what I want to say is that before we even started this hike, uh, we were about to go up and every time we, we, uh, you know, every time people passed us, they were full of mud. Do you remember that? Like, <laughs> yeah. everyone was so muddy. And their asses, too, because they all fell, like, fell down and their yeah. asses, like, got all muddy. Yeah, and everyone was telling us, like, oh, you're guaranteed going to fall, like, 100%. You're going to fall. You're going to get muddy. Uh, or just in running shoes and, like, shorts. like. <laughs> yeah, and although, like, our shoes did get muddy, but... Um, Super muddy. Yeah. Like, holy shit, that was, like... How did I get a new pair of shoes after that? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, but, you know, we... Even though it was so slippery, it was so that was a pretty challenging hike. I gotta say, it wasn't long, but it was challenging. It was short. Yeah, it was pretty short. Um, 
but yeah, that was uh, slippery. You had to like yeah. hold on to branches for dear life, or else you're <laughs> yeah, gonna we, slip and fall. And we had to like um, like everyone was coming back was all again full of mud, and we we're kind of near the top of the like the mountain. It was maybe just like a 15, 20 minute hike to get to the top, like really not that bad. But the beginning of it is just so muddy, and here we are like. Like we had to, like we were kind of trying to walk off the main trail. Like we were trying to walk like yeah. where the grass is. There's one point, like, <laughs> like I had to grab onto like a tree in the middle and kind of like hop over it in a way. Like I've never been stuck like this before. There's one point too where we kind of got Matan stuck. Matan couldn't join us for that yeah. just because he he just had flip flops, right? And it just would have been impossible. I mean, he could have gone barefoot, but like at that point, <laughs> like I might as well just go barefoot. But I feel like he would have messed up his his feet like yeah. with rock, yeah, like, especially rocks the, like that yeah. the next point that thorns. Where he, who knows? Yeah. So I remember I kind of said like F it and I just decided to continue walking and like I think you two stayed uh, stayed back and I was like fuck it like wow like I'm I'm you know kind of walking through the next part it wasn't too bad you know it's just a bit wet but you know you're just kind of walking straight and I was kind of a bit worried because you're on the side of a cliff and it was you know it was kind of before maybe thundering a little bit or raining like drizzling a bit and it's obviously not like a, a safe thing to do but then it comes to the next part where you need to essentially walk like it's like almost vertical and you have to walk up and you even have like you have to hold on to like a rope while you're going up because if you don't like you know you could chance you could fall back because it's super steep this part was like really the toughest part because you're just essentially pulling yourself up on the side of like this this uh like the trail and i get to the top and wow like i was beautiful views you have the cross there beautiful views the lakes and everything and then i kind of hear someone coming like up and i'm like hmm like like, I wonder, mm. I wonder who that is. Like, is someone coming up? I was a bit unsure. And I just see, like, someone's, like, <laughs> like, like, a, like a black hat, like, <laughs> pop up out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're there. You are, like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, because I, you know, I, I thought that maybe you were going to give up or something. So we were kind of just waiting for you to come back down. And thanks, then it came thanks. to a certain, yeah. Then it came to a certain point. Like, yeah, not as an insulting way. It's just, like, we thought it was so hard and to do that we thought we you would just turn around and you know i think at some point we were literally like calling for your name i think we were like yelling your name and stuff nothing was happening i was like okay if he if he's like still not coming back that means he must have continued and he made it past. or i died and fell off the cliff nah, nah no. i knew that wouldn't happen so uh yeah that's when i was like you know what i'm gonna do it too i'm gonna meet up with brad i'm gonna you know and it was um you know a thousand percent worth it once you once you get to the top, you could see like so much of the island. You could see like even the the water. You could see the other mountains, and that's something that's surprising to most people that how mount of uh, mountains and stuff. But it was really really the top. Like, how did you even know they were there at first? Because like I didn't know they were there, but I think you maybe you heard something. Yeah, I think I heard. Um, I think I heard them playing music, maybe either music or just talking and stuff. So um, yeah, I just like. I think we just started walking toward the noise and we started talking with them and uh, we started, you know, just talking about life and sharing uh, food and like apples and stuff, <laughs> you, got, you know? Guy gave me his apple, like the guy yeah. had a drone, one of the guys had a drone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these were, uh, these were nice people. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to say anything about them? Yeah, I mean, maybe listen to the podcast. We'll, we'll send them the podcast after because I think we still have follow one of the guys on Instagram, but uh, they were Cuban born or one of them was born in Cuba. Like the other one was like conceived in Cuba that's what he told us and then yeah. they they like then they came you know came to Puerto Rico after because you know that's maybe but um I mean I realize a lot of people in Puerto Rico like a lot of 
all, but there's people that maybe had Cuban ancestry. Yeah, like, good like, amount. Yeah, good amount that came to Puerto Rico after. And we were talking to them, and, you know, they had a guy to drone. Very cool, like, getting to know about. Because I feel like up to this point, we're talking to majority older people about, like, Puerto Rican culture. So now it's like one of the first times we're talking to people maybe around like our age about what it's like to live there. And we had like just amazing talk with them for probably over an hour while Maton was just sitting in the car at the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, I think throughout the trip, we didn't have like that many opportunities, surprisingly, for interactions with young people. Like we had a, maybe a little bit at some of the beaches, but like nothing substantial, like because some of them didn't really. These were the only people that we've met that like were fully bilingual, like young people that were like fully english speaking um so yeah that was a nice opportunity just to kind of speak with them about life in puerto rico and and stuff like that so at this point you know we we had our nice time with them we we had our nice time on that hike we're heading down uh it's still muddy still slippery and all that and then where are we where are we heading next what was our next uh destination it was starting to get late by the way yeah we headed to um we we're gonna stay at our next airbnb which is israel's israel uh sandra farms sandra farms israel and sandra's farms yeah. but it's sandra's farms on google maps and like we drove all through the quote-unquote curfew i don't think anyone Could. yeah we drove through like it was raining we're driving a car that's not a four by four we're driving like some regular like like the hatchback we finally make it we're like get to like this like big like driver like this has to be the place the fucking dog comes out of nowhere he's yeah. like he just comes back like, i see my rear view camera i'm like holy fuck there's but a dog we went into the driveway and then we went out yeah. thinking it was like the someone's property yeah. yeah so we get there and i think we call the host or something but then, like we get in and it was like it's a really nice coffee farm was this this was new year's eve right or is this the day before the day before new year's eve we got there december 30th yeah, they were expecting us at like 2 p.m. We got yeah, there like 7:38, yeah, 9. Yeah, maybe 9. Yeah. Throughout the day, I was like messaging the host because it's through Airbnb. I was like, "Yeah, we'll be there in the next hour, two hours." I'm like, two hours <laughs> passes by. Yeah, I'm like, visiting wait, wait, we're, we're getting lost. Uh, we're gonna be there next two hours. Like, yeah. like two hours passes by. Okay, we're almost there. Almost there. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a really nice time too at, at that Airbnb. It was also one of the most peaceful times that I've had in my life. Just like being up there no internet no you're like totally disconnected when you're up there and you're like the airbnb is situated like on top of a mountain it's like you have your own little private home i guess bungalow and, whatever and you want to call it israel has to take you in his <laughs> four by four jeep up the mountain like like up the mountain just to get to like the airbnb and it was like so yeah it was so peaceful i think the shower was in there's like one shower outdoors one yeah. shower indoors no wi-fi no nothing just super super peaceful yeah drinking some of the best coffee you've had in your life and like it doesn't give you jitters doesn't it was like it was you don't have to add sugar it's like totally sweet and good and delicious and yeah that was some good ass coffee it's coffee from the place too because it's a coffee farm so the you know the host like they're an old couple that they're retired and they own this property and they have uh, they grow some crops and mainly coffee and you know because we stay there the guy would just you know give us coffee to use and it was just I mean, like, you know, waking up, like you're in the mountains. Like, so they're, they live like at a, a place like below. And then the guy had like another building at the top of the mountain that, you know, he would drive us to because you need like four by four to get there. And just imagine waking up like, you know, no, like, no, like Wi-Fi, no anything. Like you're just top of the mountain. Uh, you look like beyond like the trees because it was some of them were cut. And you just see like all these mountains in the background. And again, like the coffee, I would make it myself because he only gave us the beans. So I would get up in the morning. I'll like, you know, had the grinder, I would grind the beans and put it like in the filter, bring it outside and let it like drip. Like, literally, like 
the coffee house means it had to like drip like um it wasn't like like a machine it had to like like manually oh, yeah. kind of make it like ex- through a filter yeah exactly like, exactly through a filter so it wasn't like uh one of these espresso machines so it took a while but it was like absolutely worth it like yeah really worth it yeah so worth it and i gotta say like i don't know if i i think i could speak for all of us in this case like have any of you guys had a do you think yeah it was definitely our best airbnb experience i would say I, just assumption um but you know it's it's not just about the amenities which were you know everything about it was so nice but that's the thing airbnb and all that it's not just about the amenities it's not just about like uh if you're in the best location in tokyo or some shit like it's um you know it's about the hosts like and you know they really made us feel like family it's like even in a span of like two three days or however long we were there they made us feel like family the hosts uh they fed us they fed us they dinner yeah they gave us food mm -hmm. they did all these things that like they i guess they didn't have to do but you know we spent our new years with them you know that was a very uh special thing like they they went to sleep early that's understandable so we didn't technically spend uh you know it wasn't like midnight with them but you know the night new year's eve we were spending time with them uh talking about life and um yeah just hearing their life stories and stuff and uh it was it was a really nice bonding experience i don't know if i'll ever have a better airbnb experience than that to be honest um but it was so so cool so memorable i felt like talking to like our grandparents basically Mm -hmm. like uh that's that's the truth but they were you know super um nice and again like remember coming back on yours from you know like um from the grocery store and i had pasta i was gonna cook but they you know she's like oh are you guys eating anything and you know, she decided to like, you know, this is don't forget like during COVID when like, you know, if we got COVID from someone else, like could have gave it to them. But like, yeah, let's, let's not think about that. Right. I mean, l- luckily we didn't have and they didn't have either. But I'm just saying like the fact that, you know, maybe most people would be like, no, stay away from me, stay away from me. But she was like, you know, willing to just have us like come. We never had before. Like, I, I feel like Airbnb, maybe when it when it first became a company, I feel like this is what Airbnb wanted. It wanted to be a company mm. that could connect like locals to bring people into their yeah, homes almost exactly bring people into their homes like connect like you know where they connect like learn about the culture like you know eat together but then also became more like uh you know for profit and now you yeah, just have people that buy like six rooms or six like uh you know condos in one building in a yeah. place and they, they treat it more like like a hotel just without reception it's very like transactional nowadays there's like no connection there's just there's the people like you said they buy the place they don't even live there so that's like yeah they don't even live there so you never get to meet the hosts and stuff but this was, was a totally was different experience definitely one of my favorite airbnb experiences i haven't had that many but it's definitely no. like one of the best ones and uh what did we do during the day like when we like on new year's day i don't uh, on new year's eve like during that day i don't remember what we did probably like went somewhere yeah did we go play like i we must have we've yeah we walked I, we left the the airbnb and stuff during the day like we yeah. went places but remember i don't we, remember we tried where. to find something but i remember we had trouble finding the way back to but yeah new year's eve there was like really really nice um yeah she gave us food everything like i remember that night was when we switched our flights we we oh, yeah. came back a day early because trudeau announced that people will have to get tested before coming to canada and still spend the 14 days in quarantine. And I remember like thinking, okay, it's not a the big deal. Like I called up a few places to test and they're like, yeah, it's like 200 US. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to switch no the thanks, flight. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, thank you. And I was like, how long does the test take? She's like, oh, three, four days to get your results. Mm-hmm. Now it's like instant. Mm-hmm. But like, 
yeah i remember like it was like three four days and we're like okay fuck it that night like uh it was new year's eve that night like we're all i was kind of like panicking i was like okay we have to change. like i only had i had data so like i managed to like get like the we we managed to get the flights changed like it costed us a bit more money but like we avoided a 300 us dollar uh covet test insane yeah and then new year's eve was so nice there because we were facing south to the city of ponce and we like the second like uh january 1st hit we see like fireworks and everything and like it was so nice i think this was like my second time away on yeah, it was just so nice to see like people still the like place lit up yeah it was like so crazy to see all the fireworks yeah like you know we didn't get um we forgot to get, like beer or anything for new year so mm. it was just and we didn't have like you know you and i uh yeah we didn't have like data only Matan had that's mm. what we found out about like the plane uh like not the i mean the testing yeah change so you know you and i like we didn't have go on our phones at all because we didn't have like wi-fi there yeah so then you know i had like a show downloaded on netflix or two and that's kind of the mistake i think we only had like one beer that we shared between all of us and we we're just sitting outside like looking over the mountains it's all peaceful quiet we we're just looking over top of the mountains and all of a sudden you know hits new years and we just see fireworks happening and that was um that was one of like the coolest things i've ever seen before yeah i think also that that mountain experience like being on a top of a mountain for airbnb it was like i never it was like one of those times where i felt like anything that's happening in the world like doesn't matter and doesn't affect me it's like there could be you know at the moment there are wars going on but it's like i was feeling like oh there could be like a world war going on and like we wouldn't even know we didn't have our phones that's like getting away from that social media and and the news and all that stuff was like such a nice thing especially when the news at that time was bringing like nothing but negativity uh this was like such a positive and nice and good experience and uh yeah also like yeah if i ever have like another opportunity to do like a coffee farm airbnb in like columbia or something like maybe i would do it like in the mountains um it it was really really yeah really nice really great hosts and super nice guy mm -hmm. even gave me his uh jacket like he was wearing some like maybe he got from like salvation army store like some old army jacket and you know i guess he uses it for gardening or just doing stuff around the house and he's like you like it you can have it. Don't worry about it. And he just gave me his full-on jacket. Like yeah. I, I was gonna wear it today, actually, but I forgot. But like one of the best things like I've ever gotten before. He just, just gave it to us like that. Plus, like as we left, yeah, it was the, such a nice gesture. Yeah, even as we left, like the Airbnb, because uh, we want to bring home coffee to like our family. Like you know, this guy, like, like you know, obviously he charges for coffee because it's like before COVID, he would do coffee farm tours there. I mean, he had like employees that would do it, and he charged people for coffee, obviously, but just for like free like that he's like you know like i would stuff but he's just like nope like here you go like bag or something for with stuff that actually like uh yeah just such a such a nice experience people also it was a funny couple because he's uh puerto rican of cuban descent and or maybe he's cuban maybe he was born in cuba i don't remember i remember him telling us his dad was like 70 something when he was born <laughs> yeah like, yeah was something wild he's like my dad was born in 1888 i was like what <laughs> yeah so you know my dad he was 77 when i was born <laughs> yeah and yeah he was a cool guy his wife was from oklahoma and they met on a um, peace, uh, corps. peace corps in bolivia wild wild like story like it's kind of crazy to think about it yeah really crazy and yeah i don't know that that was that's such a cool retirement home too like retirement uh thing too because like they retired they just decided 
oh, where should we go for retirement? They're like, yeah, we'll go into the mountains of Puerto Rico, like some place that's like really hard to get to low key, like roads and stuff is not easy to get there, but what a nice, and they have a nice big place with a nice, beautiful view of the island. Um, doesn't get yeah it's so it's so nice yeah i remember telling us that they got it for like good price too i remember someone else maybe they have so much land too. yeah so much land someone else was telling us how usually in the mountains in puerto rico you'll find older people because like you know they retire and they don't really need like to go close to like an office or anything so it makes sense for them to go to the mountain i remember someone was saying that that we met but yeah that was uh, really cool i kind of want to say some of the jokes she told us but I'm not sure uh, if I should. Hey, I'm not sure if I should say it in, for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, again, like they're like good memories. They're though. like above seventy. Like you know, they say some jokes that are. Yeah, they grew up uh, definitely during different times. But you know, you know what's funny though, even though you say that, is like for, for their times, for their generation, they were like considered like really like hippie progressive, right? Because they were like doing peace core stuff, and like only hippies do that, from what I understand. Yeah. So the next place we visited was also somewhere in the mountain I yeah, think. yeah was our next place hayuya maybe yeah Hayuya, and there's utuado and hayuya okay i don't remember which one but there was like one guy who kept talking to us he had a mask on he's speaking spanish we're like ah bro i don't remember yeah. what the hell this guy was saying he's like putting <laughs> he his hand his, us alone. he's putting his hand in his pocket in a weird way and just making weird eye contact and yeah, i was like eh. i was like i was like bro okay yeah, we were trying to, like, get him off our case. Yeah. Just, like... I remember there's like, some stairs there that went up, and, like, there was, like, different flags or different things of, like, uh, other Latin American countries. Yeah. I remember also having, like, a, a tuna sandwich there. And, like... <laughs> good times. And just, like, and a, a, and, like and a, a nice, like, hot, like, espresso. And I, I was like, this that, is good. Actually. I think it was the indigenous capital of, uh, like, Puerto Rico, because it's, like, a, a very small town, but it's in between the mountains. Like, don't... Like, you don't really see any other tourists there. Like, it was legit just us like and then i'll maybe talk about it a bit after but someone else like no tourists come to this place yeah hayuya is basically like you said it's the like indigenous capital of puerto rico puerto rico's demographics are like really mixed white uh spanish descent um you know afro descent uh but you don't really see much indigenous at all uh people so like compared to places like mexico guatemala etc um but this was like their I guess Hayuya could be the most, like, I don't know what's the word, maybe, like, remote or, like, cut-off yeah, town like, in Puerto Rico. And then it's, like, really, um, I think it's the most, it's, like, of course, the indigenous stuff was also really interesting. No one goes there made it even more interesting to us. And even the way there, it's, like, yeah, you're driving, like, down a mountain. Even when you're driving, like, you look to the side and you see the town in the distance. Like, it's, like, kind of in a valley or something. It was uh, so, so, so cool, yeah yeah i remember like meeting a guy there like i think you guys were like walking off but yeah. i was taking like some photos and i was meeting a guy there and i kind of want to like talk about this but like because it's a bit of a tangent but like i remember when i got that army jacket i was like a bit worried i was like oh should i wear the jacket like you know people like you know do people here hate the united states you know like you know because you kind of think like the puerto ricans like hate the united states like i never really knew yeah, the answer to that we didn't know and uh like i remember even in like san juan there was like an art piece that's like a puerto rican like like the flag but in black showing how like the u.s like it's kind of like showing how the u.s is imposing like you know on the um, like their their jurisdiction their law and puerto rican citizens and like taking away their autonomy and i've always wondered like if people puerto ricans like don't like the u.s until you know i was talking to this guy 
and he was telling me how like you know i told him like by the way like, i got this jacket from um like a airbnb we were staying at he the guy was a local and he was visiting other parts of like his own uh, island which is what i found pretty cool and he was super surprised that you know i like we were there as canadians and again like he just he took a picture with me i realized that too is that puerto ricans like just love like you know let's take <laughs> pictures like with people that they meet mm-hmm. and um yeah some of those kids were in the army he's like don't worry about it like you know my kids are in the army and i realized like okay maybe it's me but i'm trying to put like my thoughts correctly but i feel like you know maybe like the world today it's like everyone kind of wants to feel like they're like um maybe um not underprivileged but you know feel like they're like a victim or yeah something? like maybe like a victim yeah exactly so it's like we're all like we're part of like the u.s like you know they're, they're causing all these bad things to us maybe it's yeah. like the younger generation maybe but then you talk to like yeah they're like the, looking for problems yeah exactly. when they talk, don't exist yeah and you talk to the older generation like and they they're like they're happy they're like so like puerto ricans are mm. so happy to be american i realize like they're yeah, so they happy pretty proud actually yeah yeah like they are you know like everyone you meet they're like yeah i was part of like the army i was doing this like you know i have kids that like you know are in the army and they like you know all of them they can move to the states like they, they know get, that they're so fortunate to have that passport yeah. and yeah they, they recognize yeah, that american citizens like you know even if you look at like gdp per capita like the reality is like the caribbean like puerto rico is like number one like i'm not saying that you know like everyone there's rich i'm just saying like you know being part of the states definitely gave them benefits and people still consider like puerto rico kind of its own country too it's mm-hmm. like and I know I feel like you know you go to San Juan, you go to like more of like these like young crowds, like yeah, like we gotta take back our rights, you know everything. Yeah. But then you realize that like the people that actually like live there their entire lives, like the older generation, they realize that like they're happy to be part and they're proud to be like American. Which yeah. I don't know, maybe it's funny because I feel like the mainland Americans. I know I'm talking too much of the mainland Americans. You know, like maybe the the young people, they're like, oh, we don't we hate like you know. There's a lot of like. Uh, hatred towards like their own country yeah but then you go to puerto rico and it's just like the ones that are not part of unites like technically like not a state the ones that are not part of like yeah you know, just like a territory yeah territory are the ones that like love america you know that's what i found kind of funny yeah they were all like pretty proud and and i found that cool too there was no no hatred no nothing they're like i think they recognize that they're lucky in that sense like of course nothing's perfect you can't expect it to be perfect uh, but they they have close ties to the U.S. They have like everyone has family there. Everyone has probably lived there at some point. So I'm they they are grateful for for that. Yeah. Where did we stay that night? Um, you're talking about Utuado. Yeah. In oh, yeah. the uh, you that. you know the the, oh, the love hotel. Oh, that fucking place. Okay, that was a an that interesting. Was so such a uh, nice place though. Like the setting. Yeah, like, it was so nice, us. but it was like the, the the hooker hotel. Yeah, literally. Oh man, the, we ran out of like water at some point in that place, and like I had to go to the bathroom in a different in a different room, and the cleaning lady walked in on me as I was doing my business, and she ran out, and I was like, I couldn't look at her. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed, bro. Like, yeah, like it was a nice place. It was fine, like, but it was like, fuck. Yeah. Like it, was, yeah, it was like a motel yeah it was like a classy motel though like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like dirty and trashy it was like it was nice though uh but it had a unique thing like i think each uh room had like a driveway like yeah, each, each like room a car had a could gr- pull like in garage so yeah it's like a garage. you don't see who's in there nothing exactly like people just like, pulled in with their car yeah, did like, their business and yeah. bounced but like the us there was um you got two parts because, to it yeah because we explain uh, they're like you go to the family it's hotel like, <laughs> we explained to them like three friends three amigos and uh they were like yeah yeah we'll 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 move you to the family version of the hotel which uh yeah which was nice it was more of a regular hotel but how, how much was that place a night it was like 70 a night it wasn't like crazy yeah it was it was, it was reasonable cool. yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a Walgreens around there. And then we went to like a pizza place and like we demolished that fucking <laughs> oh, pizza. Oh, Utuado? Yeah, in Utuado. We... we we waited so long. I yeah. think we we like ate the pizza in like a matter of maybe four minutes. Yeah, like that pizza was gone. We and inhaled there was, like, it. There was like cars outside, like these old cars that were covered in Christmas lights or something, and just lit up. It was kind of yeah, cool. The beetle car, like that. yeah, the beetle cars. Mm-hmm. That place was really cool. It was like kind of in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of also, the country. Also, you if you yeah. tell uh, someone from San Juan that like you went to Utuado, they'll be like, "Wow, that's like yeah. really deep into the country, like and into then the island." We were driving by in that area. There was like the Panama. What was it called? Parana. Yeah, I was the thinking, Parana River. Pa- yeah. Panama, Parana. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember, but it was like all the locals there, and there's like by the. It's like a waterfall. Mm-hmm. I, remember, um, I was thinking about that. Like uh, the YouTuber Sneeko, he went there with his like girlfriend mm-hmm. or something. I remember seeing it. I was like, "Hey, we've been there," but um, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, there's something else. Yeah, it was cool too. Like that place was. Yeah. Um, it was a bit poorer, I guess. Like it was uh, very local and stuff. I remember like a lot of chickens around there and dogs and stuff. It was. Uh, it was really nice, yeah. You'll find hidden gems like that all over Puerto Rico. Yeah, I, I forget. Um, I think I remember the place we're talking about. I mean, I think we did some things like before that too. We did. We did. But we'll, we'll, we'll go back to that. Like, but just you know, we're on the topic of this place. I remember I was walking on like some rocks there. I always get like hurt or sick on vac- on trips, and I mean, again, like not only did I have blisters already, but I was walking on some rocks, and all of a sudden, like i'm like start screaming like ah and i'm like shouting and then i hop down from the rocks and i realize there's like fire mm. ants and they're like biting me and oh my god like and they're all my socks and i was like you know take off my shoes i was like trying to get them off i had like the next day i had like kind of looked like pimples a bit like small mm. pimples and it was like pus from like the fire ants like that they bit me wow that was that was painful like super painful a lot of things about feet on this trip <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, there was also like the um a, like we just stopped like this random little village there's like a long bridge that kind of looked like like brad we, brad has a picture of him in like the um with the with the u.s army jacket it kind of looks like he's like a former u.s soldier revisiting like vietnam or something it was, it was funny and then there was um there's another place with like a colorful bridge um like before we like while we're in this like remember the guy that we met um with like the the firecrackers oh yeah yeah that was yeah. uh near that quote unquote like vietnam looking yeah. place, like southeast asia looking place you guys just met a guy and he's like here you want to throw fireworks with me and you guys were like yeah because we i feel like we just heard like really loud sounds like gunshots mm-hmm. it sounded like and we're like we investigated yeah we, yeah, we, yeah we like we walked for the tour like what the hell is that coming from we just see this like random kid like by himself just like and they're not like small like like uh firecrackers like they're huge and like this thing could like for sure blow blow off your hand you know if you mm-hmm. like don't throw it right or you hold on for too long and this guy's just like throwing them like around like people's houses and he gives it to one to year he's like hey, you want to try like uh. <laughs> yeah it was really cool like you could uh, uh the colorful bridge there was uh what else? where we found where you were about to be a stepdad yeah but, uh, <laughs> there's also like <laughs> I, I, I was the dad that stepped up yeah <laughs> there was also like uh, just to backtrack there was also like a dam that we visited where it was uh yeah where my uh, famous hinge picture was taken yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah no that dam was really cool i, sh- I just remember seeing it, it like was a like super- a beautiful lake yeah. type of thing yeah and there was a dam there yeah exactly yeah. and but it was also like uh mountainous and there was like little um houses on the on the side of the lake yeah. it was really it was really, really beautiful. beautiful like underrated too it was like a bit cloudy i remember but it was like really really nice mm-hmm. um yeah it's like the best also like hidden unknown yeah. it's like yeah. people don't know about these places but yeah we- 
We just explore. That's the fun thing about exploring. You just come across like really cool and nice things. You know, I haven't changed my Instagram DP from like, it's still that picture that we, I took by, nice. like, the, by the almost two years old. Yeah. And mine re- is also from, uh, from the, the Airbnb, like from the coffee yeah, farm. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I have no reason. This to is like a, a trip of a uh, lifetime. Yeah, that's true. Um, after that, the North coast, we wanted to, we, we were heading towards Arecibo, fell, so we went somewhere else, like, where there was like a different beach or something. There was like a big uh, Christopher Columbus uh, statue, right? Yeah, we couldn't get it's in like there. It's like the tallest statue in the Western Hemisphere, something like yeah. that. Taller than the Statue of Liberty. Taller yeah. than the Statue of Liberty. By yeah, a lot, we, I think. Yeah, yeah we couldn't get in because it was, it was blocked off, I think because of COVID. But on the other side, it was like, we were like, it's by the water. By the other side, there was like caves or something that you guys got into. Yeah, I just find it funny that like... You know how much people like hate Christopher Columbus. Like this place just has like the biggest statue of him. Yeah. Like like legit like bigger than the Statue of Liberty. Just in like in the middle of the island, like a huge statue of just Christopher Columbus. Yeah. It was a it was a like the drive was really nice. I remember, and also it's like you're by the beach, you see all like the touristy things. Um, yeah, you, there was like caves there or something. You guys got into. I, I chilled. out. I was like tired or something. I didn't want to go. Yeah, I don't know. There's no story really there, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just super nice, and that's an interesting cool. thing. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about Puerto Rico too. Is like the different parts of the island, the beaches are like completely different. So if you're like on the Atlantic, it'll be more rocky. Um, if you're on, this is like some of the strongest waves I think I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah, like I wish that we could like uh, show pictures because yeah. it's definitely nothing I've seen before. It's like Matan didn't come with us to this, but you kind of walk around these huge rock formations and you kind of like, you're just like walking and you look through a hole, you look down the hole and you're like, there's like 20 feet below you. Mm-hmm. You just see like water, you hear it like smashing against like rocks. Like I remember looking in the distance and seeing legit water smash against the rock and going like, like 30 like feet in the air, like from the impact. I've never seen anything like this before. Like it was, it was crazy. I forget what it's called. I think it's called Indian, maybe Indian cave or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's by the ocean. If you're in Puerto Rico, like definitely go check it out. You could get some cool photos there for sure. I yeah. got some. Also, that too, one of the most unique places uh, that I've seen. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, let me think what else about that place. Like, Also, it was kind of stressing me out because there were some kids like running around um, on those rocks. But literally, like, there you could walk on some of those places and there there will be like a hole out of nowhere. And it's just like a drop into the water and it's like... It's freaky stuff. Um, so we we continued driving after that. We stumbled into like some other village. We saw a horse, and that, uh, that was, um, this was like the village before with the waterfall. You were saying, yeah, Panama, Panama, pa- Parana, Parana. It was. A, I remember seeing it in another video, and we just like drove by a horse, and uh, you know we had to edit some things out of pictures uh, from that horse. That's uh, that's all I'll leave to say. Yeah, I guess the horse was excited to see us. But yeah, he was very very excited. You know, he couldn't couldn't contain himself. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so where where did we stay that night? I'm I I'm really bad with remembering where we stayed in in these places. So I think this is still Utuado. Yeah. Basically, um, no. Uh, so we stayed in Utuado for one or two nights. Yeah. The thing about Utuado about this Airbnb is that um, it wasn't Airbnb, but I remember seeing it on like a Goda or Airbnb or one of these websites, and I was just, like messaging like the host, like, and she just like wasn't answering. I found it was a bit odd, like, and I was like, oh shit, like, okay, they're probably booked. 
But then we actually get to this place, like we drive, you know, it's on Google Maps and it's just this entire complex and obviously they have space for us. So it was, luckily we found it because we really did not have like a place to stay that night. We were kind of like, we we're kind of winging it. Yeah. So it was convenient that we found it and, you know, we told them no to like the sex hotel. We wanted to stay yeah. in like the, the normal one. Right. Like, I guess it's the thing people do. They just kind of pull, like half of it's just like making money from people that want to go for two, three hours and then dip. And then the other half's like families yeah. that want to stay there for the night. Right. But we stayed there and then we decided to we wanted to get to diversify your business yeah. Yeah. we want to get to <laughs> want to get to have new uh, different clients you know yeah. want to get to uh, widen their clientele uh, Fiardo I think like so you know we did the entire like, after this going all the way through the west in the middle we want to go all the way to the east so after leaving Utuado we went to again we went to like this caves again 100% go to them Again, I've never seen anything like it before. Super beautiful. Like, uh, there's a picture of me. Essentially, there's, like, a huge rock formation. But in the middle, it's, like, there's nothing there. And it's a picture of me from far standing on top of it. Um, You know, and you see, like, waves at the bottom in me in the middle of this huge rock. Obviously, it's hard to explain it. But Yeah, beautiful. it's, like, just imagine, like, yeah, kind of. Like, natural rock bridge. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your best way to put it. And we drove. Again, people near the statue, again, had to be in our final one. Yeah. And um, I guess we didn't do much in Fajardo itself, right? We went to some beaches. We um, chilled out. I think the main thing I guess we did was the rainforest. Yeah, you guys. We went to like uh, uh, some beach. We chilled for the day. We got some more church's chicken. Yeah. And then you, you guys went to the park. I went back to the beach. I was like, I realized it was like probably like my last day there. I was like, I'm, I don't know when the next time I'm seeing a beach with all the COVID shit. So I was like, you know what? Side uh, South Beach the day after. Yeah. No, 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 no I'm saying I'm like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, you know what? Like, let me let me enjoy this. I don't know when the next time I'll be able to travel abroad. Cause yeah, but also COVID. the intention of of the travels for you and for all of us, but especially for you, is like it was time to relax. You know, yeah. And, you know the the hikes and the and the and the natural parks and the rainforest. It, you know, it doesn't, it's not for everyone. It, it was, didn't pull it was me a that day much. full of walking, basically. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone's I, I, into that. Like, I can go, I go hiking here, right? So it's like, I was like, you know what? It's probably nice, but like, I just want to chill on the beach. I saw grandma's doing it. Just, yeah. You know that. No, honestly, it, no, no, was, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't like worried about the hike itself. I just, just wanted to chill. Yeah. It was one of the nicest parts of the trip. And just to let people know something interesting about El Yunque National, National Park or whatever, National Rainforest. It's the only rainforest in the U.S., right? Is it? Yeah, only rainforest in, like, the U.S. territory. Yeah, so I found that really interesting. And it was, like, just so, so, so beautiful. Yeah, so if you go to uh, Puerto Rico, I'm like, Matan, definitely go to this place. Like, it's <laughs> definitely definitely worth visiting. Like, i never seen a place like it before. And, again, like, it's not like a rainforest in Costa Rica, but it's still beautiful with the mountains and, like, the trees and just, like, the greenery, everything about it. Like, you're not going to see monkeys like Costa Rica, but just beautiful. And, you know, like, they have a path that you could kind of – they obviously made it in a way that's for tourists. Like, they even have, like, nice roads driving through it. They have, like, a path that you could walk on, like, through the woods that's flat. And it's, like, meant – like, it's not like – um it's made with stone like it's meant for walking on to cater to everyone like that's what i'm saying i saw like you know old people like you know going through this place obviously like there's yeah we diff- were taking like selfies with families and stuff yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, there's also the other parts different trails you could do which some of them you know that's a bit more um like extensive i remember we did another one like we want to go to i think a different spot yeah that we went to oh yeah like we went to the top of the mountain but we'll get to that later mm-hmm. you know that maybe is a bit more of a hike but really anyone could do it but 
you know, going to Puerto Rico, like you hear about this, it's like number one place you have to go to. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you have to go to this rainforest and I really want to go. But, you know, you have to buy tickets beforehand and there's no tickets uh, left. Mm. So mm. I'm like, guys, like we just we just have to try to get in. You know, it's like we come all the way to Puerto Rico, like we have to go to like the rainforest. There's no, yeah. Like we can't come all the way here and not go. It's like you can't go all the way to like Peru and not go to Machu Picchu, you know. So we... um. We go drive up there and I'm like, I say a lot to the guy like, yeah, like uh, we're a family, like, you know, like we have, we know people inside, they have a ticket for us. Like <laughs> Davis. The, yeah. The guy's like, the guy kind of knew, like he figured he's like, the guy was maybe looked like he was part of the army or something. He's like, no, what guys, like we have some extra tickets left. Like, you know, they didn't sell out just. Yeah. It's pretty quiet today. Yeah. You could go. Maybe they don't sell tickets like the day before, maybe on the website, which could have been why, but he's like, don't worry about it. Just go in. We're like, yes. Like just wondering that there's yeah, a chance we, we weren't going to get, get in. in yeah yeah and uh yeah was, you could see different parts of the island you could like the clouds were like just inside the clouds and that was really cool um yeah i don't know anything else to say about el yunque it's just a beautiful park and like the people we met too also were like um were super nice yeah also just again shows how how nice how hospitable uh puerto rican people are and uh, I think that's one of the things we'll always, you know, remember from that trip and that encourages some of us to, you know, continue traveling in Latin America and stuff. You know, Bradley's has a big trip coming up uh, in Central America. I think maybe maybe this contributed a little bit to spark his interest into that stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Either way. So after Fajardo, um, yeah, not much to say about Fajardo, right? We we just it was more of a, just a place to chill right yeah yeah exactly just like you know because we were finishing our trip so mm -hmm. what did you do maton like during the day you got some church's chicken went back to the beach nice um and then after that we drove back to san juan did we stay again did we sleep in san juan again or did no. we just go to the airport we we stayed one last night in in fajardo mm -hmm. and then we drove to san juan and we dropped the air the car off at the airport and then took took a taxi i took an uber back to the city you know bulled like walked around i think we went to the new part at some point because we went we went to oh yeah, yeah. we went, went to popeyes, popeyes. Mm, mm, the spicy popeyes. chicken yeah. sandwich uh -huh. it was it was it was okay yeah and then we walked churches around like was better, churches but, yeah. was better and then we walked around like the old part the, the new part of san juan basically kind of felt like barcelona for a bit like i don't know why oh, it reminded yeah, me yeah. of barcelona then we went back to the airport and we flew to Miami. Yeah. We went to um the place in Old San Juan, like by the the water. I forget the name of it. Yeah, La Perla. Yeah, we explored that more yeah. during the day because yeah, the it, first time we didn't really have time to see it during the day, too. and uh, the time before we left, we explored it more during the day. Yeah, like at night, it did seem a bit like more yeah, sketch. But, like yeah. even though we're walking around, the like you know we we actually walked to the bottom for sure, but. It, it felt more sketchy. I mean, I'm, you know, it's safe. Like, it's yeah, it was a bit shady, I guess. Yeah, like, like shady characters. Like but. you know, guys like were coming up to us, like probably want to sell us drugs and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And then uh, what we? So I guess we drove just. Uh, we drove to the airport after that, or yeah, so we, we, we got an Uber. We got yeah. an Uber to the airport, and then we just boarded our flight. We we left our bags at the airport, so we didn't have to walk around oh, with them yeah. on the last day. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we flew to, like you said, we flew to Miami. Yeah. When and that was because uh, because we had to change our flights. Yeah. So we had to, we decided to stay a day in Miami. And um, Your sister graciously gave us her place to stay at. Exactly. My sister hosted us. It was super nice. It was like a nice, uh, 
suburban kind of chill area. Uh, yeah, very relaxing. We went during the day after. We we had like I guess not even a full day technically in Miami. Like like uh we had the day that we arrived there, but then our actually like uh you know we woke up and we didn't have a full day. We went to Top Golf or, or first we went to South, South Beach, Be- right? Your your brother in law drove us to South Beach. Yeah, my brother in law he drove us there to his office. We took a look at the office. We you know I don't know admired the view from the <laughs> from this building, from that building, and uh, and then we walked to South Beach chilled on the beach enjoyed the views and uh saw a lot of instagram people yeah a lot of instagram people ended up going back there the next year yeah yeah that's true brad went back he enjoyed it so much yeah. he's a big miami guy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, even it converted matan yeah into, matan. matan's like uh, i don't really like going to these places matan's like yeah, oh i love basic. miami yeah. yeah it's too basic i don't like it uh you know oh wow i love miami i want to come back here so badly <laughs> it opened my eyes yeah. It was just so nice. Traveling like, does that yeah, to you. It opens like, your eyes. And then we we flew home. We picked yeah, up we our bags. Yeah, we did top golf. Top you know, golf. Yeah. The top time. golf was the last thing that we did, right? Yeah. Before nice send off. Yeah. Then we flew home, flew home back to cold fucking Canada, back to lockdown, back to depression. <laughs> Basically. Like we we came back to a curfew, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. True. yeah, we came back and because like again, vaccines weren't the thing at this time. So we had to quarantine for like two weeks in our houses. So we couldn't see like, you know, we couldn't see anyone for weeks by the by law. Yeah, was it two or three weeks, Archer? But yeah, it was uh, it was really nice, and it, I would say it was worth it. Um, but yeah, that was our trip. I guess I don't know what. Are there any like final words? Any any takeaways from that trip did it like change your mind did you change your point of view about some things i don't know i i think maybe not a point of view like, i yeah. discovered puerto rico is like a beautiful island i think it was like probably one of the more like stress-free trips i've i've ever done um just something i really needed at the time and like i wouldn't mind going back now again but um yeah it was like the most relaxing trip like no no stress no nothing um just great like escape from like like lockdown or just depression here yeah and i I also want to say like i think a nice lesson too is that uh sometimes doing like minimal research and having minimal expectations of a place could really blow you away you know once you arrive there and you'll yeah every place has something beautiful to offer we didn't know anything about puerto rico i think if not for our friend who could only traveled to the u.s but he wasn't able to join us in the end um <laughs> i think if not for that situation we would have never discovered this beautiful island yeah. and um yeah i think once again it, it's i've already been to other places in latin america beforehand and i love traveling in that in that part of the world i love that culture but um i think it's just made me want to see more and, and discover more and you know yeah yeah i think um I didn't really go to Latin America before that. Like, just maybe, like, the... Um, I mean, I technically, like... Like, have, stuff. Yeah, I haven't really been to, like, like uh, mainland Latin America, like, even for Mexico. Kind of, like, ashamed to say this, but I've never even been to, like, mainland Mexico. I've only been to, like, Cozumel for a day. Like, I wouldn't even consider myself, of, like, going there. Like, you know, maybe, like... like I know Jamaica's not Latin America, but, for example, like, you know, going... Caribbean, like, you know, I stopped in Jamaica, like, you know, for a day, I actually, like, drove around. Like, we got a guy and actually, like, drove around the country and saw it, you know? But like I feel like Cozumel, it's like not even mainland. Like that's why I'm excited to be going to Mexico soon. But I'll talk about that maybe when I get back from my trip. Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah, I just thought that it really opened up my eyes to Latin America. Like I didn't, I feel like before this trip, I was like, I was like a Southeast Asian lover, you know, I was like someone who was like in love with Southeast Asia. And so I was like, yeah, like my mind was always like on like Vietnam, like Hong Kong, like Malaysia, like Singapore. And then after this trip, I'm like, I'm more, I became more of like a Latin American person. I was like, yeah, I'm more, I'm more down for like Peru, like Brazil now. Like I yeah. just, I changed like where I want to travel to. It kind of changed in a way. Um, that's, I think that's like a good way to put it. Uh, but yeah, and it's not like you don't want to see the other places. It's just like now in addition to that, you also want to see uh, exactly cool places. I, I just love like the, um, the, you know, the culture a lot. And even though it's like still American and it just, you know, made me like even want to learn Spanish too. Like now, like I, I'm not really that good at it but like you know i'll say i know like a few words like I, i've been able yeah, to communicate good thank you i've been able to like, communicate with the, like some people in it like here in montreal before like you know i could say like basic things so which you know if it wasn't puerto rico like i'm not sure if my that would have sparked my interest for it so you know definitely a lot of things and it's making me want to travel to not that i want didn't want to before but it's making me want to travel to uh, more places in latin america any other final thoughts on yeah i think that it felt good just like many other places. I think especially that island in particular, more you you feel not at home, but I don't know if home is the right way to put it, but yeah, very comfortable, very nice place. And I, I suggest anyone yeah, that's going there. interested or even not interested to consider going there at least once. I'm wondering if like you guys want to say like each of your like top three favorite, like out of, cause you know, we kind of like gave like a summary of it, of it. Maybe now like just thinking about me talking about like, it's up to you though. Just talking about like, uh, what, like maybe favorite experiences stuff like that so i'm wondering like what were your like top three like favorite things that we did out of everything we listed matan could start um definitely playa buye i think that was like my favorite place just is where like i guess like you said your happy place was there like i can agree with that um is sandra's coffee farm was really really like outstanding and just san juan like san juan was nice i liked it like these are places i'd i'd revisit if mm-hmm. when if when i go back to puerto rico in the future but it's just yeah just really really like out of out of my like things out of all the things we did there i think that was like some of my favorite um i, I think i can't really think of a third one but i could think of like the first two definitely like like san juan like especially old san juan and i know you guys like you know, it's kind of like the inside joke we have like old san juan old san juan like yeah. you know even our group chats named old san juan because yeah. i wouldn't stop talking about it because i just i love like how like colorful it is in the pictures and everything um but again it's obviously more touristy like a lot of the interactions we got on the trip like you're probably not going to get like you know with locals i mean you're probably not going to get that in like old san juan but it's still very beautiful but 100 percent, my first one is sandra and israel's coffee farm by far blows everything else in the water mm-hmm. best experience there like if you go in if you're going to puerto rico it's worth going out of your way just to go stay at their coffee farm. Um, you know, go check it on Airbnb, Israel and Sanchez coffee farm. It's somewhere like in the mountains, 100% uh, worth going to. Yeah. And I think for me, I think low key, like one of the, one of the funnest experiences maybe was like hopping on the back of that truck. And like, I think that was just a very memorable thing. Like hitchhiking is not something you do every day. Like uh, many people have never done it in their lives um obviously sandra farms like i'm not saying that because just because you guys said it it truly was one of the best experiences and um yeah i'm trying to think what else like yeah just these beaches in general like playa buya of course and um yeah even like going 
deep into like Utuado and and these more local mountainous parts of Puerto Rico, I think were were incredible. So maybe that wasn't a, a perfect you know top three, but uh, that's just what I could think of right now. So yeah, just overall incredible trip. Everything about it was like stress free, nice. Um, like I said before, minimal research. It was just to me, it was uh, it was perfect. Like basically nothing went wrong, and that's rare in a trip, I think. Exactly. Any uh, you wanna? I was gonna like. Do you wanna? I was gonna say any future travel plans. Like maybe we can finish with on that. But yeah, I think Bradley have one more thing to say. Yeah, before the future travel plans, because like, uh, so, sorry, because just like in this like um topic, like I feel like because you're saying about stress free trips, it's just there's like some people like that you know are very like mm. structured and schedule no which what, yeah open to new things like you know i'm not i'm kind of go with the flow like reason like things you know are always bound to work out like you know we didn't know about like the hotel like, even though i kind of figured it was going to be there like an utuado like i didn't we didn't have a place to stay for the night we i knew that it was there's like something there but we weren't sure and you know ended up being a nice place you know we found it like you know we didn't really like all of our days we didn't plan we just you like we kind of plan like the day before like, okay this day we're just gonna drive to this place or we're gonna pass by these two places or like oh like we're driving we're like oh there's like a cool like bridge like let's go stop the car and get out you know and i find it's like having that freedom was just really even though like we you know had some places and we planned like some nights we had an idea like having that freedom was just super cool and you know like i just fine for traveling like sometimes it's not always good to go with the strict schedule like like when you give yourself some freedom that's when you get those like cool experiences mm -hmm. i think we got like you know if we wouldn't have been able to throw like firecrackers or mm -hmm. like uh you know do any of that fun stuff if it wasn't for like you know the freedom yeah also we we traveled really light which gave us more uh mobility flexibility to like just move around really quick quick and easy and you know you don't need a suitcase and all you need is uh is a backpack and that and that's it just bring yeah. some shirts some shorts underwear whatever just socks of course and and anything if you're missing something you could always buy it wherever you're staying that's true yeah and you could always just buy it, like while you're traveling but mm -hmm. i don't think i've packed this like life before yeah. like i remember only brought like like i even i'm like um maybe no actually we were the same size clothes but like i even brought like uh less clothes than you guys and you were the ones that usually are used to doing like this like this light packing like i legit mm -hmm. brought like one because we for spirit airlines we weren't allowed to carry on even though like i probably could have snuck it on we weren't allowed mm -hmm. so i had to bring like one school bag that i had the entire trip with like don't forget like 18 days i had like three t-shirts like one button shirt like two how many times did you do laundry a lot, a lot. just i think i did it once i, I just wash in like the sink and then let oh. it dry outside and then, you know, like two pairs of pants that also convert, convert into shorts. So it's kind of like pants and shorts in one, like maybe five socks, five underwear. And like, that's it. Like, it was like the least I've ever packed for a trip in my life before. Like one pair of shoes, like my, my, my flip flops, like that's it. And it made me fall in love with backpacking. I got to say, like, it wasn't a backpacking trip, but we were just with a backpack and, and that I guess is backpacking enough. And I would do it again. Mm -hmm. And I plan on it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, any uh, future travel plans for you guys? You're, you're saying in general, like... Uh, uh, that you kind of, like, have an idea that's happening or that, like, will happen in the, within the next year. So I know Brad has a big trip coming up. Like, I don't have any... I don't... Well, yeah, of course, we have our vacation to in the summer. Uh, I'll bring that up quickly. We're going to Mexico and Guatemala. And, um, yeah, so we're going to go to, like, Mexico City, Oaxaca, and then fly to to Mexico, uh, to Guatemala and being like Antigua and go back to Lake Atitlan. It's going to be 
like an incredible trip. That's our next upcoming trip. So that's uh, more content for you guys. <laughs> to, I'm and, excited uh, for that. Yeah, and other than that, like I'll be working remotely for the next month or so, next few weeks in the states. I'll be in uh, in New York and Florida and a bit in Chicago, and uh, that's that. That's my next. That's my upcoming uh, trips. For for the time being, we're gonna do a little road trip within within our province in Quebec. Maybe head into the states. Who knows? Yeah, and yeah, maybe a trip to Boston, and that's all I could think of right now. I'm really hoping for in the future, like if I get an extra week off work, or excuse me, somehow we can go to Costa Rica and head into mm. Nicaragua <laughs> for a week or like a week and a bit. That that's mm-hmm. like something that like it's been on my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. like obviously we're all. I think all three of us would be down to go do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, mainly, mainly in the, like I would yeah, say Costa take, Rica more for like the cheap flights and then yeah, get in, take so. take a bus right into mm-hmm. Nicaragua or maybe spend a night in somewhere in, in Costa Rica. Brad, do you want to like touch on your trip? Yeah, I'm hoping when I get back we can have another podcast about it because mm-hmm. obviously like uh, you know, lots do you want to give anything away or not yet? It's up to you. Just, you could uh, say a little just, summary. I don't know. Just, just Central, Central America, mm-hmm. Central America. I'll say that exactly. Looking forward to talking about it soon. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. Peace.